Coming at you from New Jersey, the capital of misery, and the place where metal forgot to die, this is the first live, well not live, but video broadcast of the Here Lies Metal podcast. That podcast that brings you the origins, history, and culture of everything metal. I am what Maledictus looks like in real life. And here beside me is Hi. Samantha. Yes. It's what she looks like in real life. And we shall be your overlord for today and all of eternity. Welcome. Welcome to the, the visual version of the Here Lies Metal podcast. Now, what we'll only be doing is for basically news episodes. If we do any playlist episodes, obviously we cannot put this on YouTube. Otherwise, we will be banned for life. Um, also, any kind of educational episodes we can probably do as well. As long as they don't involve any music, basically, we can put these on. So not all of these will be available on our on our brand new YouTube channel, the Here Lives Metal Podcast YouTube channel, which is up and ready to go. So uh, let's begin. This, of course, is a news episode. So we have a lot of stories that have taken place in the past few weeks that we'd like to go over with you and uh, share with you in our own opinions. Do we want to talk about our recent adventures first? Oh yeah, oh yeah, of course. We always talk about all the shows we've, we've been, been to. We've been to a lot of concerts. Yeah, there's been a lot of shows since we went to since the uh, last episode. We, about we one the, a week. Yeah, so so let's see, where did we start? Um, well, I think actually you started. I didn't go to this, but you went to the Melvins. Oh yeah, I went to the Melvins. Okay, so you I went to the Melvins. Remember that? That was a while ago. Yeah, I went. To, I, I saw the Melvins down in Asbury. You know, with a friend of mine came up from DC, and we saw the Melvins. Uh, usual Melvins. I mean, it's the Melvins. What, what do you want? It's. Uh, I mean, the Melvins are really good live. Yeah, um, they're they're back to the normal Melvins. They don't have the guy from the um, the butthole servers anymore. Whatever his name was, I can't Ooh. remember his name. The other when they had two bass players, they had the guy from the butthole. Oh, servers I didn't see that Melvins playing. Yeah, they always have some kind of gimmick going on. But however, they are touring with Red Cross, which is the the bass player Steve uh, Steve. So did he do double duty? Yeah, yeah. So he had to play two shows, and I, I didn't ever realize you know what Red Cross was. You know, there were bands been around since the late seventies. They're basically like this very general kind of rock, you know, punkish rock band. They kind of sound like the Beatles a little bit. You know, very just standard music. Fun, you know, kind of like old people music. You know? Old people? Well, you know, they're, they're pretty old. I mean... Old weirdos. Yeah. Yeah, old like L.A. weirdos, but, you know, it's, it's you know, very standard music. There's nothing... It's very not like the Melvins, but it's, you know, it's kind of boomery, but in a way. I don't know. It was, uh... It was good. It was good. Yeah, I liked it. So, so yeah, you know, Melvins, Red Cross... I'm sad I didn't go, but I wanted all my energy because the next night was Municipal Waste. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did that. And a bunch of hardcore bands. Yeah. And Napalm Death. And Napalm Death. We actually uh, witnessed um, Barney um, damage his leg. Um, he had, well, I think his leg was already damaged, but he had he had um, seriously... He, re, he re-injured yeah, it. He had seriously exasperated He had done something to his foot, and he appeared to be in a lot of pain. Yeah, he just... All, I looked away, and all of a sudden, he's on the floor and just writhing in pain and uh, basically for the next few shows he was performing sitting down because of that event so he was not sitting down he was on the next show oh next on show. next show yeah next show well, he, he was sitting down he finished that set on his oh feet. yeah yeah he did yeah I, I he told was, him he was, gonna... he was hopping around but he he did it yeah I knew I'm like he's gonna fill it the next day it was, it was like a, bit was... Of, a bit of hooting at him yeah <laughs> from the crowd yeah you know they were it was, it was um, all in good fun there was like this British lady in front of us who obviously was, was she there. British? Yeah, she was obviously there with him or something. She kept like yelling at like people because they were hooting at him. Like she was just taking it really serious. She was like, "You shut the fuck up!" And I was like, "Calm down, lady. They're just kidding. <laughs> They're just <laughs> calm down. They don't mean it." 
you know, they don't want Barney to be hurt. You know, it's just calm down. I don't know. There was a lot of hardcore, hardcore idiots. Yeah, um, it was it was there. an okay show though. We've we've had we've had worse shows. We saw in the past sick of it all. Sick of it all. Sick of it all. They were good. Very were energetic. They? Very energetic bro core. I don't know. Bro core is not for me. Very, I was, you know, the bro core thing is back. I never that Ooh. '90s bro core. It's coming back strong. I mean, a lot of big a lot time. of times I was kind of bored during it, which is hard because it's so much energy. Yeah, a lot of energy. Those and guys uh, for a bunch one, of old guys. The one thought that went through my head a lot was like, "Wow, hardcore is retarded." And it's back uh, though. It's retarded, but it's back. But there is some hardcore I like. So this hardcore is. Brocore. It's yeah, Brocore. It's Brocore. Yeah, it's 90s Brocore. Um, 90s beat you up core, we used to call it. <laughs> it's New York. Yeah, that New York hardcore sound. Scene. Well, they are, by the way, on tour with Agnostic Front. Everyone's going crazy. So yeah. that's a big that's a big show everyone is going crazy for. But, but we saw The Waste. Municipal Did Waste. You like The Waste? Yeah, I, I've always seen Iron Reagan. I've seen Iron Reagan like 100 million times, but I've never actually seen Municipal Waste. <laughs> I like that. Do you mean three? Yeah, no, no. I think it was, no. I no. I saw them way back before I knew you. No, I saw them like ten years ago, opening for I Hate God, some small club in Brooklyn. They did not exist. Very ago. long time I, ago. I hate to break it to you. They were. I. It was like two thousand eight, like, two thousand nine. They did not exist back then. I saw them in a small you club. Did not because they did not exist. <laughs> okay. I, I'll, I'll ask. I'll. I'll Their I'll, first I'll, album was like twenty thirteen. It, it was and before they might have that. This is like for a few years before that, but not like five. It was years. absolutely before twenty thirteen. And it was a small club called Arkron in Brooklyn. I hate, you know, we were saying I hate God. I hadn't seen I hate God in a well, while. Well, okay. And I believe you saw them. I do Rich. not believe it was 2008. Ask Rich and Dave Seaman. Dave Seaman. Uh, he, he was there. I will not speak to a man named Seaman. That's his name. It's Jewish. Um, he was, uh, he was there. We were there. And I was like, and that's, that's the moment. And I was like, okay, maybe, no, maybe it was 2013. Exactly. Yeah. It, it was probably not 2008. It was probably like 2012, 2013. Yeah. You're probably right. But yeah, because I remember really liking them and I heard them. I'm like, wow. I was like, those guys are playing thrash music. I'm like, people are playing thrash music again? That's amazing. And I was like, yeah. I remember I used to like that in the 90s. I was very happy. You know, I went there to see I Hate God. Sleep. Yeah. Uh, I went there to see I Hate God and I came right. out. With a new band, be like I, I like Peace Boys a lot. They did a good job. Oh yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, they were a, good a lot show. more fun. A lot more fun than I. A lot I'm of ready. fun. We were right there front. I got kicked in the head. Yeah, it was and uh, it was a good time. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, it was a good show. And I think what do we see next week after that? That was the Aboth show. Oh, we were not there for Aboth. No, Aboth is Aboth. A, Aboth is the fucking Gene. He's All like right. the Gene Simmons of black okay, metal. First off, okay, okay, Devil Master, our friends, our children. Dear to our hearts, Devil yeah, Master. They were very brave for going up there. Open because, the show. Yeah, which... Uh, as very soon cr- as they started playing, someone just chucked uh, a full... Uh, like a beer Thing something. of beer at them. It, like, they didn't even know it was coming. It just, it missed them. But, like, it wasn't intended to miss them. <laughs> it, it, like, flew right over the guitarist's head. Like, it, like, and he didn't even know. He's like, kind of like, what? Somebody just throw something at me? Um, yeah, that was a hostile crowd. I mean, like, there well, were... The kind of crowd, we got there pretty early, and, and there was, it was flat, there it was, was already people, like, you know, the hardcore obituary fans yeah, who were, so. like, glued to the front of the stage and yeah. had been there probably since the moment doors opened. Yeah, I think it was the like, obituary. It's been people. a while since I kind of went, went to that kind of show with yeah. that kind of fans yeah. that are just, like... 
you get the mouth breathers, the obituary <laughs> mouth breather club. But they the, were not into Devil Master. No, they were like, what the? They were like, fuck, just like stone faced. I mean, I, I, Devil you know, Master and Midnight who came after them. Yeah, barely there any was, reaction. Yeah, from there was maybe like the ten people bros. like that were into Midnight hardcore, but everyone was kind of just like, huh. You know, they were kind and of honestly, like, honestly, huh? Midnight is the reason we were at that show. Midnight killed it, man. Like, I, I could have just left after that. It would have been fine. Yeah. Like, they fucking, date end of the show, they just, like, destroyed all their equipment. I was like, wow, man. Well, I they think they just, they just did you know. that for New York. Yeah, they were, you know, they wouldn't destroy their equipment. But they, they seem were, you know, like, they're practical Ohio people. I don't think they destroy their bass every yeah. guitar. Every yeah, day. but they, you know, they roughed it up, though. They roughed it up a bit. And I was like, wow. Yeah, they're crazy. These guys are animals. Yeah, they were great. And then you didn't you didn't see, Aboth was terrible. And... <laughs> And his fans are fucking assholes. Oh, my God. They're the biggest drunken assholes I've ever that seen. That was, like, the roughest they're worse, show I've been into for They're worse than ghost fans, okay? Oh, way worse. Like, they are just Much the worse. biggest, most unreasonable drunken ass. If you're a Both fan, you fucking suck a giant cock, okay? Fuck you. For liking a both, he's terrible. He's a he's a fat Gene Simmons looking black metal loser. I mean, he's definitely going for the kiss of black metal. Yeah, he's like the kid. He's terrible, music wise as well. He's awful, people. <laughs> like what? His music just does not have any. Like if you like black metal, like I don't I, see why you would like him. I'm sure if you're like a hardcore immortal fan, this is interesting I to guess. you. Um, but it's I don't know. It's not very it's interesting to me. I mean, I like like. Fifteen percent of black metal. Yeah, most yeah, well, most black metal is that new sound, and it's not, it's not that good. Yeah, it's a little produced for me, but yeah, um, black metal. I mean, I didn't hate the music while watching it. Everyone was just being a awful. Yeah, everyone was like, just um, yeah. And in a bot himself is kind of off putting. Yeah, to he's be, like he's kind of like this to be big, close to, and we were rather close to. The he's this big fat guy. He's like just this big babbling fat guy. You know, it's like keep, dude. Put your shirt back on. Don't. His shirt was on. You could see he has his belly though. It's like all right. He was wearing know. like he was wearing a costume. Yeah. Dress more like you know you got you got to dress more like a bitch. Right? They're a bunch of fat guys. They wear their cargo so, pants. Well, you always complain that you know people don't dress up. Yeah. But if they they reach an old threshold, you gotta, you want you, them to well, dress yeah, but you gotta make it work. If you're a big fat guy, you can't wear tight things. It's just not gonna. It's not attractive. <laughs> you gotta you put gotta the, make it put work. Put the leather away. Yeah, you gotta make it work. You, you know you need to you don't like. Listen, obituary, they've always been wearing their cargo pants, okay? That's their thing. That's a death metal thing, okay? But So that is their costume, I guess, right? But, you know, you got to wear your costume when you're up there. I used to always be so against wearing the costume when I was young, you know, and that's why no one gave a shit about my pants I was in because I was like, oh, I'm just going to dress in my jeans. You know, no one cares, dude. No one wants to see that. Well, well, you know, I bet, I bet like the guy in 1349 who wears the big cloak, I bet he's oh, a yeah. fat guy under there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yes, exactly. But a bot can't wear a cloak. Oh, yeah, he should. That's not his personality. You know, he, well, he's trying to do this Gene Simmons. You know, he, he reminds me of Gene Like, I'm like, that's he's like a Gene Simmons. You know, he, you know I'm, I'm, I'm sure he tries to sell stuff. He's, he's like, I'm Norwegian. He's a loser. Norway's Gene Simmons. Yeah, that's what he reminded me of. I'm like, he's like a mixture of Gene Simmons. We didn't know we and, needed it, but we have it. And like Gall or something, but not as cool as Gall. How is he's not like Gall at all? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking as, about? Yeah, he's not as like edgy. He's kind of like Gall is never like he's funny. He's like a goofy. Yeah, he's I don't goofy know. and stupid. Like Gall, well, I think Gall is more funny now. He's kind of like, hey, is I he? should. Yeah, I think he's like, I should turn the edge stuff down. In his old age, he's like, I, I should turn it down. He's still a pretty bit. serious. He's a serious, serious gentleman. No, every time he came out as gay, he's like, you know, he's a little bit cool. He's like, right, you know, I'm gay. Everyone, I was angry before because people were giving me a hard time, but you know, Satan. 
What else um, did we see? We saw we more than that. Uh, what did we see? Um, we talked about Enforcer, right? Yeah, we talked about Enforcer. That was, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, did we, what else did we see? We saw, <clears throat> we just saw King Diamond. Oh, King Diamond and Uncle Acid. Did we see anything else in between? I don't think so. Oh, yes, we did. What? Yes, we did. Pentagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pentagram. Okay. Pentagram. I forgot about Pentagram. How can I forget about it? We saw Pentagram where? Remember that place we like to talk about? That place that should be banned in Montclair, the Meat Locker? Pentagram played in the Meat Locker. They were supposed to play another small shitty club in New Jersey, which was, which was which met the fire code and has a liquor license, but nevertheless, it's a small club. It's like a Mexican restaurant, actually. Um, it's in Teaneck. It's called um, the Debonair the Debonair Hall or something? The Debonair, Debonair Music Hall. Debonair. Music Hall. Debonair. Um, um, now you can see the gestures I make. Debonair. Um, yeah, and they were supposed to, and for some reason, they got canceled. I'm like, oh shit, they canceled. I guess we're not seeing them. Then suddenly, not not too many people knew. It was only because I was snooping around Facebook. And, and there was no reason given for this cancellation. Yes. I asked people, they're like, oh, you know, and I was just, I'm just snooping around Facebook and I see a friend of the guy that runs um, Meat Locker, that, that crazy grindcore guy. Um, a friend of his, not even him, a friend of his was like, oh, come to see Pentagram tonight. And it's, it was almost like it was a secret. And I was like, oh, shit, and I know the secret. was. They did announce it on the Mean Locker site, like, yeah. you know, like at 7 o'clock on that night. Yeah, so it was, so only like pretty much the fans of Dave were there, you know, the Mean Locker guy, like his his fan club well, was Well, they there. also had it on like Pentagram's website. Yeah, right, you know, if you're a Pentagram fan too, you, you probably know. But otherwise, like you picture, weren't going to see a, it. A little video of Bobby <laughs> confirming they would be there. Yeah. Um, you weren't going to see it on Facebook events, okay? Wasn't you? You needed to know about this. You need to have some like well, knowledge. We were in the now, and we did. I knew. We I know. Were in the you know. Now. I know. Ox is because of Ox, and I saw he's a good friend of Dave. And I was like, oh shit! And Ox was saying everyone's coming. So anyway, we, we were excited because we'd seen Pentagram before. Great show, but Bobby wasn't there because you know he'd been arrested for doing something terrible. Yeah, as um, he does. And so Vic, as the crow flies, the guitarist, did all the singing. Which and is great. he was amazing. Yeah. Was like, great. if I say, I, I don't know how you would be in this situation, but you'd never seen the documentary. You didn't know anything about Pentagram other than the music. You'd probably walk into that show that we were at in Manhattan and think it was, you know, nothing was wrong. Yeah, you wouldn't with know. With Vic. Like, that was how good he was at the songs. Yeah. Like, it was great. Yeah, was if you didn't know it was show. Pentagram, you'd be like, oh, this band's great. You know, so, like, oh, look at like, this. We were ready for it just to be like, ugh, like, oh, there's no Poppy. What is this even going to be? But it yeah, was I was like, like is anyone even like, going to show up? It was amazing. Yeah, it was great. But now Vic is out of the band. Yeah, but apparently I've been looking at the lineup. He's been in and out before. That guy that played for them has been in and out before. So there's some sort. Of, maybe he's just kind of taking a rest. I mean, I don't know. But he's not. He wasn't. He wasn't he's there. not on this tour. Yeah. He wasn't there. Yeah. Bobby was there. But yeah. there was no Vic. With a younger guitarist who, who's actually played for them before. So I don't know but what the deal he is. He was not. He's not Vic. Yeah. He's not great. He's um, not. People love him, though. Do they people do? Fucking who? love him. Who? Who are you talking to? Everyone was going crazy. <laughs> they were, they were just you know drunk. Well, yeah, well, yeah. well you know, like they I love said, Bobby. Yeah, no, love so, Bobby. no, no, so about Bobby. That's what I mean. Oh, I did thought I, you were talking I, about that I random say? new. No, 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 no. I don't know who that guy is. I don't know his name. No, I'm talking about Bobby. Yeah. Everyone loves Bobby. Well. And he's kind of just like, meh, you know. You've seen the documentary. Bobby, I mean, Bobby wasn't like being an ass. He was like very kind of grateful to be there. He was like, oh, thank you, everyone. He was being really nice. Um, you know, and he was, he did his job. I mean, he, he sang, he did okay. You know? He, Honestly, he I thought fine. they sucked. You know? But, it sounded horrible in yeah, there. Yeah, well, That's not, not their good. fault. It's because yeah. it's a fucking yeah, it's basement. Not. Yeah, they literally um, played in the basement. The guitarist was bad. Yeah, he was having some I don't problems. know if he was just trashed. He yeah, seemed kind of drunk. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't Vic. But, but 
I just thought it was funny because when we saw them without Bobby, it was great. And when we saw them with Bobby without Vic, it was like we were watching a pentagram cover band. Yeah, it was kind of like a cover band. Like I mean, It was a bad sound in there. You can't really fix that. It's a very crowded room, obviously. There's no PA, really. They're just really on their own instruments, you know, their own sound. So it was a rough time at the... <laughs> yeah, it's so always, you know, people were going, you know, people the were like... in the crowd. Yeah, people were going, you know, like, you don't, like... You always, like, go to Doom shows, and you're like, why the fuck... You're like an old person, like me, and you're like, why the fuck are people are moshing Yeah, there was an old guy one next to me at the beginning. And I don't know if he was that old. He just really liked Pentagram. Oh, no, the guy no, in front of you. No, no next the, to me at the oh, beginning, yeah. and he just, he yeah, left he like, it yeah, he not left. too long But there was after. a dude in front of you. He looked like a younger guy, and he was, he was very younger. upset that people well, were Well, his girlfriend was, like, about to cry. But he kept, like, hitting people. He was, like, so... Cause he well, wanted, yeah, but, but she was, like, going, like, why aren't you defending me? Yes, so he was, like, like okay, okay. She was, like, you have to protect me. Someone touched me. Yeah. He was, like... So he started, like, throwing people. like, lady, you were in the meat locker. Yeah, he, he got really angry. You know, Prepare to die. He was there, obviously, to see Penny. He was, like, there from the beginning, waiting up yeah. there. Like, he was the biggest fan. He was like, I have to see Pentagram. You know, and, like, he and when people really got... He wasn't expecting people to get riled up. He probably had never been to the meat locker before, you know. And he was getting very frustrated that people were getting riled up. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a... You know, and I'm, also, you know, I was, like, walker, whatever. The stage is, like, three inches off the ground. It's right there. So, like, if someone, like, it's not really a stage. bangs you, you go into the fucking guitar player. <laughs> yeah, 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 Like, you which, are on which, the stage which now. Happened. Yeah, I'm pretty which sure happened. one of them, so, like, took out his pedal It was board. a bit more stressful being uh, knocked around. Mm-hmm. But we know where to stand on the wall. Yeah, you stand against the wall. I mean, you know, every, no matter what kind of show you go to there, if, if some fucking indie band is playing there, people are going to go crazy and just and start destroying shit. It's just the way it is there. So, you know, you kind of expect it. It's like, whatever. You know, and just stand against the wall and stay out of the way, and it's fine. You know, it didn't bother me. The the, the boss show bothered me because like people just kept hitting me, and I was like, what the? F-? And I was getting mad. And I was, you know, when they would stage, I, I would like, I was like punching. Well, they people. were like moshing in between songs. Yeah, before like, yeah. the yes, before they, were just, they yeah. even started playing. It was just unreasonable. Like it's like guys, get a fucking grip. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. With the, you know, and, uh, and uh, I want to uh, go back to the thrash show with the circle pit. Like. Yeah, the thrash shows, it's fine. People do that. <laughs> Yeah, because the circle pits they move, you know, they're, they're flowing. So if you Those get are safety, if you get in that momentum, devices. you know, listen, I've been in a circle pit when there was water under me and I almost drowned. <laughs> you uh, but you know, I was fine though, you know. Uh, but that's what you expect at a thrash show, and you know, the meat locker. It's just you know, the meat locker. Listen, they there there is no restrictions on alcohol there, so people are basically drinking till the world's ending there. And if you get um, hurt, you can't get out. Yeah, there's two exits. Um, there's an exit by the stage. I didn't realize. That so, is true, so yeah, you got to run for that. If there's a fire, just push everyone out of the way and run the fuck forward, not backward. Run forward. If anyone tells you to stop, punch them in the face and, and escape while the place is burning. Do not, you know, keep going. Do not run to the other exit or you'll die. So, but yeah, it's not a safe place. But whatever. Somebody just some sort of elbows being greased there. So whatever. Most importantly, we saw King Diamond at. You know, and King Diamond is back, and it's a big deal. Um, he's touring with Uncle Acid, and and uh, Idle Hands, Hands. Yeah. who we missed because you know because it's really hard to get to Brooklyn uh, during rush hour. It takes no like two hours. It takes like three hours from here, and it's only like twenty miles away. Not even. It's like, well, if it's you like remember, we had to away. take the back roads. Yeah, it's not a good. You know, if you're going so, like, to a that's show, that's like really bad. Really mm-hmm. bad. If you're going to a show after work to the city, it's gonna it's gonna take you. If you're going to Brooklyn, it's going to take a while. I was pretty bummed to miss Idle Hands. Yeah, whatever. I don't they have hands. a song about a dragon. Yeah. I, I like, like them. Gothy metal. I don't really like them. I could do without them. But, uh... We, what, caught on, we got all of Uncle Acid. Yeah, Uncle Acid, uh, they played a weird set. They played pretty much their three core albums. 
um, you know, Abraxas, um, Bloodlust, and Night Creeper. They did. Yeah, they played one new song and no first album songs. It was really, it was really just like their core songs. You know, they, they did a way better set at Psycho. You well, know, they were they were an like, op- they're not a co-headliner on this. They're an opener. yeah, they're just an opening band, so they were just kind of like man. So they played an opening set. Yeah, they weren't really short. into it. They were just like uh, man. It was fine. Yeah, I wasn't. You know, I was like, eh, that was that wasn't my favorite act of them, but whatever. But King Diamond, like he is heavy metal theater man. He he um, you know, a brand new show too. You know, like uh, he's got like dancers. He's got like a backup he's singer. A dancer. He's got a dancer I think now. That's his wife. Is that? Yeah, it might be his wife actually. Yeah, yeah. actually, might be his wife, the dancer. Yeah. No, the uh, singer. No, no, his wife is. Um, no, I'm pretty sure his wife is like Asian. I don't. I think she's European. No, because she lives in Oklahoma. Oh with my him. god, we or, need to. Yes, we're look it up. This. I'm pretty sure she's Asian. She's I'm like on my phone. She's like a mail order bride kind I'm of chick. In. Okay, we're gonna look this up real quick. I can look it up here. I'm also <laughs> um, Sorry, I didn't bring my phone. King Diamond. Why? I just look up King Diamond wife. Okay. Watch this. King Diamond. I'll I'm, do it. You, here, look you, it up there. You I'm, I'm pretty sure she's like of some sort of Asian descent. I'm, you know, she's like a mail-order bride. He like bought her and, you know, that's what happens. I don't think he needs to buy anybody. People do that. They just do it because they want, you know, that. So it doesn't... There. See? See? Not... That is not the girl that was singing. Her name is Livia Zita. She is not Asian. Is she's she from... Eastern European, as I thought. Oh, okay. <laughs> Also, a mail order bride. Okay. No, she's like an artist or something. I she, I've, I've read about this at some point. Did she cost? Don't be mean. Did you have Don't to pay her family? Don't be mean to King Diamond. Did her family approve you, King Look, Diamond? Look, she has her own Wikipedia page. She is not a mail order bride. Okay, some mail order brides might have their own. Is best known. Okay, with King Diamond, she is a backing vocalist. I think that was her. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Didn't look like her. She was like blonde. They live in Dallas. Dallas, okay. It was somewhere around there. Yeah. <laughs> he might have used to live in Oklahoma, but yeah, he lives in Dallas now. Okay. Yeah. She does yoga. Okay. Okay. Well, I saw a picture. Forgive I thought us she for was, slandering I saw a her. picture of her a while ago. I thought she was Asian or something, like like Thai or Malaysian or something. I don't know. But anyway. You know, mail order bride territory. Anyway. Uh, she's a real person. She's a real person. She has a mind. I don't know. Was it? Was she the backup singer? I guess because the backup singer had blonde she hair. She does do it. No, she the backup singer like had a wig on at some point. Oh, was that she a wig? Changed from black to blonde hair. Oh, because okay. she looked. His wife looks more like the girl that was dancing. You know. I don't. That could have been a wig too, Steve. There's yeah. wigs in the wigs, world. Wigs. I guess you I don't understand wigs. What, this you is you a wig. Trust your eyes. This is a wig. This is all fake. Um, I just have to look metal for you. This does look good enough to be a wig. <laughs> it's a wig. It's all wigs. None of us have hair. <laughs> Um, King Diamond was great though. It's it's, it's heavy metal theater. Um, you know, it's like a, it, he he's the ultimate Europass guy, and we're, we're gonna explain to you what the Europass is one of these episodes. We'll do it the two episodes from now. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll explain that to you. Our theory. Well, it's not a theory. It's, it's the fucking truth. You know, the idea of the metal Europass. But yeah, King Diamond is um you know I mean he played the King's Theater, which is a huge theater. It's not like some club. It's a huge theater. And he filled the entire thing. So King Diamond, you know, I remember, I'm going to talk, oh, it's it's boomer talk now. I remember back in the 90s, I used to see Merciful Fate, not King Diamond, but Merciful Fate. King Diamond probably would have demanded a bigger place. But Merciful Fate at the Wetlands, if you all remember the Wetlands, if you're old like me, downtown Manhattan on Canal Street, small club, tiny little club, probably about the size of the meat locker, maybe a little bit bigger. 
Merciful Fate on the stage there, on this tiny little stage. And I remember people were going crazy, and every time someone would lunge at King Diamond, he would kind of, he was kind of like, ugh, you know, because he's a little guy, so he was kind of like, get away from me. You know? You're gonna mess up his costume. Yeah, but this was back in the '90s, and so it's just you know what, like sort of a great resurgence, like standard metal like that has had, um, you know, or just metal in general, you know, in the this day and age, because it's just the internet, you know, because everyone kind of kind of has access now. It's I hate the internet. Metal used to be just for me, people. You know, <laughs> it used to be for me. I was the only. I don't one even know it. how I'd find new bands without the internet. Yeah, but back then you couldn't. You just had to kind of go to the wetlands. What the hell? You you kind of just had to go, and um, you'd see who was playing. You didn't have to buy a ticket in advance. Tickets wouldn't sell out because well, you would go there. No one there. fucking knew who Merciful Fate was. But <laughs> we did because I hung out with the cool people, so we knew. Ew. You know, me and like Rich, we knew. So. We were, you know, you had, to, you had to turn to the back of the Aquarian or the uh, or, or the Village Voice, and that's where you'd see what shows were playing. That's what you had to literally look back there. It's like, oh, who's playing at the Wetlands? Oh, this person. That's the only way you would know. So you had to like do some reading. You had to do some digging back then to find out who's playing. And that's what's different today. So everything is kind of just shoved down your throat on Facebook. You'll see some Facebook events like this person's playing, and everyone goes. And you got to buy tickets like, you know, like eight months in advance these days. Back then, you did not buy tickets in advance. You just went to the show. You know, and it, you know, it probably wasn't going to sell out. You know. Well, you know who's holding that up now? The Meat Locker. They you are. Cannot they buy are a ticket online for, for that real. Place. Okay, the Meat Locker. They are doing it the boomer way. Okay, praise them. Satan bless them. They're they're uh, <laughs> may the gods of alcohol, not Satan. They, there's nothing. They 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 follow the gods of alcohol there. All of the alcohol gods, because that's what that's what that place exists for. People are drinking there. All right, let's get to the news, people. Enough of these concerts. We have so much news to get to, okay? Um, so, let's see here. Um, where should we start? Okay, check this people out. Check this out. I have a production studio called OBS. It's free. Uh, so, bam, look at that. Let's read. I look like Tim Pool now. Tim Pool, let's read. Um, so, uh, what's this? Should we start with this one? Should we start with the first one? With Dave Mustaine? Yes. Okay. Let's... Uh, Let's read it. Let's read. You're not good at reading. Okay. 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 We're going to read here. Um, so, what's going on with Dave Mustaine? Um, he is... Um, I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to paraphrase it. Just uh, show that beautiful picture. Look at this. You can see. Okay, there's, I, am I allowed to use other people's articles? Will I get a copyright strike? No one cares. Nothing you could do that. Well, I don't even see why we need this, but go on. I have to show them what I'm reading here. You don't. Also, I can see it here instead of having a look over at this monitor. So, anyway. So, Dave Mustaine is, um, he was diagnosed with throat cancer where they canceled their tour and everything. They did do that cruise, though. So, um, and they're working on a new record, but he is apparently done with his, um, throat cancer treatment. So, um, as you can see here, um, you know, so... And he's, you know, as you see here, they're touring again. So look at that. Isn't he selling off all his gear? Yeah. So I found, and it wasn't on this, but I had noticed, you know, and it was a couple of articles. I, I, I'm a big user of Reverb.com. I sell all my gear, you know, for drug money. And um, so he's basically doing this, you know, sort of celebrity sale on there. And he's selling a lot of his old gear, you know. So I was like, hey, I wonder if that has anything to do with his treatment. You know, is he having like money problems or is he just doing it, you know, just for the hell of it? You know, I don't know. But it just seems kind of like, wow, he just finished treatment. Maybe he's like, oh, my God, I have these huge medical bills now. Because, you know, I mean, maybe his, you know, like, obviously, someone like Dave Mustaine has to buy his own insurance. He doesn't work for anyone. So, 
someone like know. Kim has to. I don't know how they do that. Provide. Yeah, how do you do that when you have to have a lot of money? I guess because you have to pay for that out of your own pocket. I mean, I imagine he does fine, but yeah. cancer will bankrupt anybody. Oh yeah, oh yeah, of course, yeah, so. of course. It can, it could, yeah. Even someone like this, like it, that, I think that could be a serious threat to his financial well-being, which is another reason, people, another reason to vote in um, the election. Okay, that's all I gotta say. That's all I'm gonna say. I wonder how his experience has uh, affected Dave. Yeah, I wonder because Dave, you know, he's is a still guy kind of soft in the head. Well, he's a guy that's appeared on Alex Jones many times. You know how Alex Jones feels about uh, universal health care. Uh, we don't have to, you know, we don't Satan. have to go. Yeah, Satan. Um, you know, it's it's taking They're away your rep- freedom. The reptilians. The reptilians are behind it. The globalists. The globalists. Um, so yeah. Um, so I don't know. I wonder how Dave. You know, Dave is more of a. You know, I would consider Dave a libertarian. I would definitely consider him. Some of that nature. I remember he used to be like a total Bill Clinton well, supporter back in the day. He's so yeah, so I want you know. I hope you know. I hope it's fine. I hope it works out okay for him. But you know, you know, I wonder how much that equipment costs on there. I'm probably you know it's probably obviously more money because Dave Mustaine played it. You know, so maybe one day if I sell my equipment, it'll be more money because Maledictus played it. I don't know. Probably not. It'll be worth less. Do I? No, actually, he touched it. So this is just used. Less. Yeah, this is just you. It's it's you know I don't even yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, that's, that, that's basically that story. Um, they have some European dates. They're in Europe. Uh, I don't have to read this. I don't have to do my Dave Mustaine voice. Is that, is that, did, did Dave, Exactly. We is, don't is need that, any of this. Is that Dave, did Dave, this is, is this, is this Dave's useless. quote here? No, that's, that's Dave Ellison's quote. No, that's, that's all Dave Ellison. Dave Ellison talks like he's from Minnesota because he's from Minnesota. Yeah. You know. That but, would make sense. Yeah, yeah, he talks like this, you know. You didn't talk like us, you know. I have throat cancer, so I'm not gonna talk. No, Dave, maybe Dave may sing. No, he could sing. So, how does that affect your singing? You know, he always maybe because he sings like this too much that kind of you know affects his throat, and you develop cancer by doing that. Hello, me. It's me again. Meet the real me. All right. <laughs> Enough of that. Enough. What's what's this? Oh my God. What's this? Walls of Jericho. I don't know who they are. But this almost seems fake, Like, but you can't make this up. was arrested with 632.5. We, we've got the exact weight of weed. Um, Dustin Schoenhofer. I don't know who this guy is. Drummer for Walls of Jericho. Is that like a Christian rock? That sounds like Christian rock, right? Walls of Jericho. We didn't do our research. Yeah, why? Who would? Who <laughs> Um... From 2004 to present day, all right, that's how long he's been in the band, uh, has been arrested in Oregon with um, 632.5, and, you know, 55882 pounds of marijuana and suspected um, 36.8 pounds of butane honey oil extract. Why don't I know what that is? Something the kids are doing. Is that what these kids... What is that, people? Comment below. Comment but below, as they say. Butane honey oil. That sounds like you could light that in a fire. That sounds dangerous. Could you? Can you consume that as a narcotic? I don't know. As a drug? According to Fox 12 Oregon, Schoenhofer was stopped on a highway. What? what a 630 pounds. What, what was he driving? Like a like a, an 18-wheeler? Uh, 140 East. Uh, about 3 in the afternoon for a traffic violation. Don't speed when you're riding dirty, bros. Don't speed while you're riding dirty. They ride it. I'm riding dirty. They're hating. How's that song go? Oh my God! Stop. Yeah. yeah. So you know, don't don't cause any trouble. You know, it's just some some state trooper um uh, got a warrant to search his vehicle. Oh, it was, it was 2015. So if you're driving a pickup truck, like that must be completely just the back 
you know, gate must be just overflowing with weed. Okay, well, there's a picture of it, so that's what they got out of his truck. It's in non-suspicious-looking uh, plastic bags, trash bags. Yeah, that, that yeah, it looks like... Well, I mean, that it looks, looks like, normal. If you're like, that's like a lot to be in back of a, what, was it a Ford F-150? No, no, it's a Chevy. Uh, so that's like, takes up a lot, you know, that's like your whole thing. That's probably like piled on top of each other. Um, I mean, Oregon's a legal state, obviously, but you're not allowed to have that much. Without I mean, it's legal, but there is still, like, a yes. legal trade of it. Yes, yeah, yes, you can't do And that. this doesn't fall in the uh, above board. So, like, why were you in... Maybe he grows it there or something, and he was, like, bringing it somewhere? Must, I mean, you know, obviously, I don't know, but... Anyway, goodbye, like, Walls of Jericho. Find a new drummer. Yeah, he's gonna, I think... He's um, going away. That might be some felony time there. Uh, offer was on the first metal musician that and traveling across... Running out, running out. Okay, so other people have done it. Okay, I thought they were going to say Paul McCartney or something. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so yeah, that's a lot of weed, man. Well, well, that's a lot of smoke there. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's read. Um, oh, okay, so this is funny. This old guy, original Thin Lizzy guitarist, Eric Bell, he was, if you didn't know who he is, he's from their first album. First and second album, maybe? Yeah, um, yeah. Famously on no first, second, and third album. Famously from Vagabonds of a Western World, you know, whiskey in a jar. That's all Eric Bell. So then there's guitar. Eric Bell um, is um, mad at Metallica. They're very wealthy Metallica um, because um, he apparently did some show for them in 1999. It's a very long time ago. He's been holding on to this. Yeah, so yeah, so he's he's just bringing it out. I, isn't that weird how people like hold on to it and they'll, you know, like 20 years down the road they'll be like, oh yeah, by the way. Well, there was like three stories this week, or not this week, but of Metallica and money. Yeah. Like them giving money to charity. Yes. They did something else and then now this guy. Yeah, and it's oh yeah, you owe me money. You owe me money. You owe me money, laddies. It's like, why are you giving money to the to the fire? Because you never paid me. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're giving money to the fire. Why don't you leave your dandy old president to do that? Oh no, but he won't, would he? Huh? Uh, so. Um, yeah, he's expected. He was expecting um two thousand Irish money, which was that like five dollars. They're on the euro. Oh, is that no? No, is that Irish punt? Is this an Irish punt? Oh, back in the day? Yes, it was the Irish punt, which was worth, I don't know, that 2000 Irish was that $5? The Irish punt isn't worth, isn't worth the paper it's printed on. Um, so, uh, instead they gave him, like, a bunch of shirts and stuff. <laughs> They're like, hey, Lars, like, hey, you know, like, hey, you know, like, these things we're playing for, these, like, bunch of Metallica shirts. Well, those shirts actually are probably worth, like, more than it's like money. It's like money in Ireland. <laughs> Those shirts are like thirty or forty dollars each, man. If they give you a pile of those, I think you got about you know two grand there in dollars, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, so you know they didn't pay him, so he's uh, I don't I don't they just you know they give you shirts though, bro. You know they give him key rings and hats and shirts. <laughs> he's like I got paid fuck all. That's what he said. And then they fucked off. He talks like a true Irishman, you know. I wasn't Eric Bell okay Eric Bell words it wasn't until I was sitting in my car on the way home I realized that they hadn't paid me like really were you high again and he's like oh my god they they, they, they stiffed me and <laughs> I thought I'd get we're laughing when this guy talks <laughs> I thought I'd get something in the post you know that means the mail by the way in Ireland <laughs> but not a dicky bird 
is a dicky? A dicky, I'm going to use that now. I haven't got a dicky bird. A dicky bird. A dicky bird. You get fired. Dicky bird. <laughs> Fuck all. Alright, so, um. They're a pack of bastards. Oh, they, they kind of, like, censored that on the title, so I thought he called them a pack of bitches, but no, he called them a pack of bastards. I mean, is bastards worse? I know. It's like, it's like a word you see, like, you know. It's not. It's like a word they wouldn't even edit out on TV back in the day. You could say bastard. Um, so yeah, Metallica, you know, what do you expect, dude? So what do you want, Eric Bell? You know, <laughs> what do you want? A dicky bird? You're not the most, you know, exciting former member of Thin Lizzy, so. Uh, you know, he had that that sound. I mean, that that first that third album was was really what put Thin Lizzy on the map, and he was responsible. So you're not, you're not gonna get the star treatment from Metallica. Yeah, they weren't. They wouldn't do that to Phil Lynott, you know, if he was living. Well, no. Yeah, they wouldn't. They probably wouldn't do that to you know to to What's um that guy? to uh to Scott Gorham. Yeah. You know, but you, you know, you're kind of like the. You should be happy to be there. That's what. It is. Yeah, you should be happy to be. I'm happy to be here. A ticky bird of it. Fuck all. Pack of bitches are they? Bastards. Bastards. Pack of bastards are they? Right. Well, Metallica gave a bunch of money to the fire. Yeah, they they gave money to the fire. I think we have that article as well. Um, this is funny. You played we- whiskey. You played whiskey in the jar with them, obviously. All right. Why am I still on this guy? Funny little Irishman. What's this? Okay, here we go. What's this? No, there's another Metallica. A lot of Metallica news. Metallica news is funny. Let's read. Um, Kirk Hammett says, his Metallica riff ideas are always shot down by James... Still? I mean, well, to be honest, Kirk's riffs just aren't that good. Okay? Like, when he comes up with something... I saw him once on this... He was on That Metal Show, which I must, must have been a very long time ago, and Michael Shanker was on. He was like, well... Michael Shanker's here. And he was like, Michael Shanker, I want to show you a riff. And it was like the most generic, stupid riff ever. And he's just like, come on and play it with me. Michael Shanker's like, he's like, okay, I guess. Like, like Michael Shanker was just completely unimpressed. He was just like, yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah, okay. Like, he, I was like, yeah, that's kind of awkward. Like, he, doesn't, he doesn't even give a shit, man, that you're Kirk Hammett. Poor he's, Kirk. He's like, I don't really care, dude. And yeah, just correct. But you know, the bottom line is, the the to to uh, narrow down the story, he, he just came like up with this completely generic riff, and it was just like, yeah, okay. So yeah, I don't think Kirkham is really the riff guy. I mean, James is definitely the better guitarist there. You know, guys that go to rehab are just better at playing music. Um, so yeah, that's just funny here. <laughs> but you know, that's how it's always been for you, Kirk. Listen, those two guys are like they're like a Lennon and a McCartney. I mean, they are obviously in charge of that. What about Lars? No, no, I'm talking I'm talking about Lars and okay. James. They're like a Lennon and McCartney. They write all the songs, they arrange the songs, and they might let you get a word in there. Listen, I know how it is, you know, so in he's my George. He's absolutely George. Um, occasionally but I think George got way more of a say than someone <laughs> like Kurt. You know, George sang a bunch of songs. You know, when the Beatles got into that kind of um you know, we're Buddhists, you know, that was, I think that was all George, you know, like, he's like, I'm the Maharaja, you know, it was, that was kind of a George, that was kind of the George sound, you know, and George, you know, when the Beatles all kind of got out of that phase, they're like, oh, that was fun, George was, you know, George stayed in it, man, he's like, no, I'm staying with this, this Buddhism stuff, you know, but, um, yeah, I mean, that was, you know, there's, there's obviously a picture of Bob Rock down here, you know, and that was definitely kind of 
portrayed in, into some kind of monster, whether that was real or not, was dramatized. You know, that they're not gonna. Why is that even news, Kirk? <laughs> we all knew that. We haven't asked you about this. And, and, you know, your riffs probably aren't worth anything. So just let... let I think the, in this article they mentioned how someone asked him for hardwired, like, what he'd written. And it wasn't much because he said that he had a cell phone... Oh, yeah, so that old ...that thing, got yeah. lost. Yes. And that's a, why he didn't write anything. Yes, he had lost his songs. But and I, and I remember somebody told me that back then. I was like, well, they probably weren't very good. I was probably very better. I doubt that even happened in the first place. Yeah, they just didn't let him write them. That was it. Like, Lars just like, just tell the press that they, that's what they want to hear, you know. Um, but, yeah, that's not really anything new, Kirk. Um, you know, yeah, no one wants to hear you. It's just, it's just. listen, you're making a lot of money in that band. Just be like, okay. All right, we're done with this one. It's, it's your job, you know. Just, you don't need to, you don't need to make a big thing about it. More Metallica news. More in Metallica news. I wonder where James Hetfield is. I wonder if he's out of that thing. His alcohol rehab. I'm sure he's, it takes a while. Yeah, I guess it does, you're, right? Do it right. I figured he'd be there for a week. I'm like, all right, I'm done. But if it was <laughs> me, I would just be like, all right, I'm good. Well, you've never been addicted to no, anything. No, I don't, I'm not addicted to things, so You people. don't know what you're talking about. Why would I be addicted to things? I'm addicted to matter. Wildfire, the wildfire saga. California is always on fire. Who would want to fucking go to California? It's a giant shithole that's on fire all the time. Okay? Why would I want to be there? We're in New Jersey. There's no fires here. <laughs> There's other things. Because it, it just rains and snows and it's terrible here in every other way. It's like moist and there's plants and there's and there's bugs everywhere. It's terrible. It's all just terrible. We live in a swamp. It's humid here. The Wildfire Saga, it's a saga, it's a story, the Wildfire Saga. In California, uh, um, seems like, repeat last year, yes, that's, you know, because it's a giant shithole that's burning. It's like a flaming turd you leave on someone's porch, and you're hoping someone steps on it, but they don't. And Metallica's doing their part, and kicked in $100,000 to help with the effort. So, there you go, Metallica, a pat on the back for Metallica. I know Trump had, um, the president, had um, threatened... Um, What's that California governor's name? That dude. This is not a politics. Yeah, I can't remember his name. You know. Anyway, but um, Trump, you know, had threatened him. He said, "I'm going to take your funding away for fire, so your whole fucking state burns." You know, which you know Trump would probably like. He's like, "Yeah, Nancy Pelosi will catch on fire. It sounds good to me." Um, yeah. So, so Metallica's like, "No, oh, well, you know, we'll do our part, so our mansions don't burn down." That's probably what it's all about, really. Well, James Hetfield lives in yeah. Colorado. Oh, he does? Why? Yeah, he lives in Vail with all the other rich people. And I don't blame him. I would live in Vail, too, if I had San a lot of not money. good enough anymore. Oh, fuck no. Why would he want to live there? Just too many liberals. James Hetfield, he was on Joe Rogan, and he talked about how um, he was moving to Vail because when he'd come home with a deer strapped to his truck, he'd get dirty looks. So he's tired of that. He's like, enough of this liberal bullshit. I had it with this. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Vail with all the conservatives. James Hetfield is a redneck poser. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. Well, you can't be a he's redneck. From L.A. Yeah, you're a poser. You can't be from like the life you had and like be a redneck, okay? Like he he opted in to hunt. He yeah, was he, not raised hunting. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Uh, he he might have yeah. been. I don't know. He I mean, Downey, where he comes from, is kind of a shitty place. Yeah, know. but there's no. It's not. It's not a redneck place. It's urban though. Yeah, it's suburban. It's you we know, went it's, there. Yeah, it's a shitty suburb. It's we like looked a sh- at it. Yeah, there's like a painting of James Seffield on on a, on a power on like a 
It's not like a mailbox. It's like a mailbox. That's your monument. <laughs> and some other band on the other side of that I never heard of. Oh <laughs> We're from Downey. Yeah, wonderful place. It's a shithole, Downey. <laughs> it's a giant shithole. I would not want to live there. Uh, so yeah, Metallica, you know, they're doing their part. So you, you got to credit them on that before California. Or maybe, I don't know, is it good that California... No, I guess it's not good. I guess there's some good people there. But everyone's leaving California anyway, so there's nothing, you know... Only the rich people are going to burn because uh, they're the ones that could live there. Everyone's moving to Las Vegas. Let's move on. Let's move on. <clears throat> What's this? Oh, we did this already. We were talking about this. Yeah. Napalm Death vocalist uh, plays Los Angeles so sitting down. I just wanted to mention that we saw him exasperate this. Um, well, he says they certainly just gave him a little chair. He doesn't have like that David Grohl I mean, that thrown. was like two weeks after the show we saw. Yeah, so, so he was still hurt. He must have just got worse. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When you have an ankle, when you have an ankle messed up. Um, Did you like uh, the Napalm Death, by the way? Oh yeah, they're always. Fun. I've seen them a bunch of times um, since the nineties. I've been seeing them. Yeah, they're always fun. Yeah, they're like they're just that classic original grindcore sound. I mean, you know. They're, they're always just a, a fun to... I saw them with the Melvins a few years ago. They just... Yeah, I always enjoyed I like them. They had that fill-in bass player. Yeah, because their other guy is... He's is, like a um, total dad. Yeah, oh yeah, they're, yeah, definitely dad's a rock dude. That Riggs of dad. <laughs> Riggs of <laughs> yeah. dad. Yeah. But you know, he's, he's a grindcore Riggs of dad guy. He's He's got some, you know, he's got some edge. But uh, yeah, these guys are kind of like these dirty grindcore guys. You know. But you know, very very um, left-wing pol- politically. You know, if I want to get to the politics. He's vegan. Oh, he's vegan, too. So I think someone tried to give him something at the show, and yeah. he said no, because <laughs> animal product. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. He's going, yeah, oh, yeah. He, somebody threw something at him. He's like, yeah, he's got animal products in it. Yeah. You know, he's not kidding. He's not fucking around. He's like, I'm vegan. No, he doesn't seem like, because he's not like Doyle about his veganism. He kind of, you know. Then again, I, I haven't seen his Instagram. Maybe he probably doesn't have one. He's probably like, that is bourgeois. <laughs> you know. But. Anyway, it was a fun show. So yeah, we saw him. We saw him exasperate that problem, you know, reignite that that problem he had there. So this You're is just a result yourself. of it. Yeah, I repeat myself all the time. But they didn't give him the David Grohl um, throne. Did you ever see that throne that David Grohl? Had? They did not give Barney that. He just has like a fold-up chair. <laughs> it's not even a good chair. Yeah, it's not even a comfortable chair. You should give him like a nice cushion. A good chair. He's he doesn't a, want it. He he's is a grind cord. <laughs> he is a simple. He is a man of the people. He is not going to sit in a throne. Okay, he's not royalty. Right. He hates royalty. He hates the bourgeois. He wants to bring them down and their meat-eating ways. Um, do you have to talk about Tool now? You put it on here. We don't have to talk about Girls it. Radio. Danny Carey, that guy, that drummer guy, I guess, from Tool, the one that plays in Fibonacci sequences, um, That you know, they're going to tell you about that. Uh, why not right here? Tool nearly burnt down the recording studio. Um, yeah, so fans could add their knowledge about Tool. You know, they can add that to the... Uh, I don't you know. think showing that list on the video is very good. Oh, you know, I gotta go to that. <laughs> you know, it's fine to go through it. It's no, I'm just gonna come off it. But, yeah, you know, this is that guy that, you know, apparently plays in some... So how did they set a fire? Okay, so how did they... The, the music cast so a spell? 13 years was long enough between two albums. No, it wasn't. We need more time. Um, it was almost... Uh, <laughs> so in the new Kerrang, new episode, the new issue of Kerrang, um, 
producer Evil Joe Barassi, I don't, I'm not familiar with him, says that drummer Danny Carey's floor toms caught fire after candle. Why do you have candles in the studio? Are you guys? Are you guys They're are, a tool. You guys are weird. Why wouldn't they? Why, why, why wouldn't we? Were you like going over your Fibonacci sequences? In the dark. In the dark, candle lit, or whatever that involves. Bruce said the drum tech, um, Bruce, why do you give everyone's name? Does anyone care about this stuff? Bruce Jacoby rushed to put out the flaming. So it's like our drums caught on fire, but we put them out. That's news. There is nothing going on in the metal world, people. Our drums caught on fire, but the drum tech put them out. You know, like that's, um, and they have a whole quote from the guy. Like, you know, this is, the metal world is slow, people. We're in the wrong business. We should do politics. This is terrible. I don't think that would go well. Yeah, it'd be our argument every day. Uh, but yeah, we've got to go over this. Some, sometimes you get something good here, but like this is this is what all the metal sites. This is what was on what metal injection, whether it's on Loudwire, metal metal injection, or whatever the fuck, or metal hammer. Like these guys are just, these guys just really? sling bullshit. All right, I'm calling them out. Like you guys for these metal news sites, they're getting paid to do it. <laughs> obviously, you know. You clicked on it and it worked. Well, I was looking for news because I have to like find news. I got to track down news. I, I can't break news myself. I'm not a newsman, you know. About I don't have the inside. But if this is the inside, I'll stay outside. Oh, there, there are drums going. On. Oh, really? Tell me about that. Uh, um, uh, Danny. Danny Carey. Danny Carey. Danny Carey. Um. Tell us about that. Well, you know, we were lighting candles in the studio when we were recording, and my time was going on fire. So let's let's talk about something else then. Yeah. Close the article. There must be something else. I burn it down. I bet you didn't really burn. Almost burned. Like it's probably like, oh my god, the things are on fire. Oh, like that's there's a difference between burning down the studio and your little drums catching on fire. Okay. Like I'm sure the studio has a lot of you know fire retardant things in them. You know. Corey Taylor balding. Oh, what's Corey Taylor do? Of course. <laughs> what did Corey Taylor do? I, I didn't know. <laughs> what is this? Oh, no, it's on Metal Ejection. I should have found it on, I should have found the Loudwire. It would have been more, you know, more authentic if it was from Loudwire. Let's just make fun of metal news sites. That's what we should do on this show. A few weeks ago, Slipknot, Stone Sour, and, uh, isn't he in some other band too? No, maybe this is just those. Frontman, Corey Taylor. What did Corey Taylor say? His girlfriend, Alicia Dove. Is she like a stripper or something? Tied a not at a private ceremony in Las Vegas, and um, and the Valley of Fire. I went up there, uh, Valley of Fire. I went up there to an Indian reservation. I bought fireworks. It was up there past the uh, past the Air Force Base up there. Um, it's in the other direction. Um, yeah. So look at that. He has like some kind of shaman wedding. You know, looks like some sort of um, shamany stuff going on, right? I don't know. It looks like white people. White people. <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. Look, it's Corey Taylor. <laughs> well, Corey Taylor. Where does she strip? She doesn't need to do that. <laughs> I'm sure she doesn't anymore. She's she not anymore. Um, but, you know, he must have met her there. I would at, Google at Crazy her, Horse. but I don't care to. <laughs> like, I will Google King Diamond's wife. Yeah, we're not going to. I'm not going to Google this. I'm sure her name comes up. I don't care. Yeah, I'm sure she comes (laughs) up somewhere. Maybe they live in Tellier. Does it even tell you who this person is? Uh, Today, blah, blah, blah. Valley Fire Park. No, it's very nice. Very wedding. Okay, blah, blah, blah. We don't know who she is. We know who Corey Taylor is. She's Corey Taylor's wife. She's now Mrs. Taylor. You could click on her Instagram. Oh, no, thanks. I'll just (laughs) stop. 
Who knows what we'll see? Let's see real quick. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh look. Yeah. It's just it's just that picture. Oh well, you need so, to click. Oh, I need to click on Alicia Dove. All right, Alicia Dove, we're stopping. What do you have to say for yourself? Who are you? What's this? Is she? Is she, oh, she's some kind of monster she's girl. She's got a. She's got let's a. Let's, uh, let's click on this. Um, she does things. She does things. She's like a monster she's a girl. Performer. Yeah, she's like one of these burlesque monster girls or something. Where does she live? Is she from like Las Vegas? Maybe. I bet she's from Las Vegas. I like that photo. <laughs> oh, look at that! What the? <laughs> and that's photoshopped. That's photoshopped. Oh. Yeah, they just somebody photoshopped that onto there. I thought maybe like they did that for Halloween or something. Yeah. Like, wow, these guys are cool. Somebody, is that like a drawing of them or something? Somebody drew them. Her so, occupation so. is Corey Taylor's partner. Yeah, that's that's her job. That's fine. That's her job. You could you let's know. Let's move on. Let's uh listen, you know what Corey Taylor cre- said. Stop creeping on this lady. You know what Corey Taylor said even before Loudwire. Maybe. Her whole life is what Corey Taylor said. Corey Taylor said it. Corey Taylor said, Will you marry me? That's what Corey Taylor said. <laughs> Alright, what do we got here? More like '90s. We're this we're thing. deep in the '90s oh, right now. Oh, look at this! <laughs> this just in: breaking news confirmed. Raids against the machine are reuniting. Are reuniting in 2020. Frat boys everywhere rejoice. Uh, revolutionary bros start burning flags and wear your Che Guevara shirt. Put on your Che Guevara shirts and your cargo shorts. And uh, you know. I always wondered, like, do these, like, frat, you know, because in the 90s, obviously, these guys were huge. And, you know, their crowd it consisted of, you know, the kids that would go to the Woodstock show. You remember, the, you know, remember the Woodstock shows back then? You know, these guys played one of those Woodstock shows, right? Yeah, I'm pretty I don't know. <laughs> listen, for these guys singing about such, like, if you listen to their lyrics, they're very sort of, um, very left-wing lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, very, like, like Antifa level, like left-wing stuff but like, then you look at these guys and, you know they're making like they're huge they're making tons of money so i never understood like you know when i started well, like it's listening it's almost like a meme how much they're misunderstood <laughs> like what unless like yeah, paul, is that ryan, paul ryan his favorite this band is their favorite band like paul ryan have you listened like, to their words just tell you rage against the machine it's about the music because they made such commercial music yes that's the thing, that's the thing. so it doesn't matter it's like listen guys about. you can't use matter. the master's tools to take down the master's house because the ma- because the bros start to like your shit that's right you can't yeah you can't do it that way I don't know what I don't know if these guys intended to do they probably did you guys you gotta read your theories some more you know see I don't so. you know I know like Tom Morello like he's like he's, he's a nice guy like he's a very smart Harvard educated guy but he's kind of an elitist I mean he's kind of made to like exist in that Hollywood era great guitarist great guy smart guy but like he kind of takes that message that his band is about with a grain of you know he's kind of like eh you know he's really he's not like hey you know we need to do this I do think it's interesting that they're coming back now um well I mean it's it, it's a good time for them to come sure. back but like consider like when they were active in the 90s like the 90s was pretty like a peace it was like for America anyway it was like a peaceful time compared to now like Times sure. were good in comparison. Well, there was hardly an internet you back know, then. There was no Great Recession. We were pre nine eleven. Yeah. Like 
Shit was fine. It was the last of the I mean, good it wasn't times. fine for everybody, obviously. Like, well, they, for they me, were singing it was about fine. real things. I almost got kicked but out of the White like, House for all, a... all the things they were singing about then are like just yeah, it worse like now. Nothing. It's just worse now. Yeah, now they kind of like mean something. Back then, you were kind of like, what? Calm down, guys. Everything's fine. You know, like the worst thing was happening. Like, you know, imagine like Bill Clinton. He was like, well, I got a blowjob underneath my, you know, and I, and I lied about it. You know, like people were like, oh my God. Like today, imagine like, you know, like. Like Trump does that like every day, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, got all kinds of mail order brides, um, but yeah, you know, like this, this seemed like you know. So I want to see what they do. Oh, they're gonna show do me their, what you're gonna do. They're gonna do their songs, I guess. Are I you just here to make money? I don't think they're gonna make a new. Well, yeah. Are you here to start some shit? See, like someone like Zach. Start the revolution. Zach, yeah, restart Started the revolution. Started by Rage Against the Machine. Well, you know, obviously Tom was involved in that uh, Province of Rage thing with the guys from uh, um, the the guy from. Um, um, I was going to say Celtic Frost, but I was going to say <laughs> from Cypress Hill and, and uh, Public Enemy. Yeah, and they were doing the same kind of thing, but only more of like a hip hop thing. You know, more of a hip hop, you know, infusion thing. Whereas Rage Against the Machine is like total frat boy rock. Uh, but, you know, someone like Zach DeLaRoche, he kind of went under the radar for a while. So he seems a little bit more. But obviously, you know, there's a paycheck there and he's like, all right, you know. So I don't know. And uh, I think this dude, isn't this guy married to uh, Juliette Lewis or something? Is he? Yeah, I think so. I, don't quote me on that. I think he has something to do with her. I don't know. Brad Wilk. And um, this guy did a funny, the, um, Dave Comerford, he did a, he's a good bass player. I mean, these guys are good musicians. There's no way about it. You know, I can't deny that. Uh, this guy did a funny thing at one of, the, was it one of the MTV Music Awards where he decided to just storm the stage and climb up like a fake palm tree and he stayed up there for the whole show. He wouldn't, it was funny. Like, I had to give up at that. I was like, dude, that was fucking funny, Dave Comerford. Fuck and all he, this and, shit. And, and, and all these, like, you know, guys in these security, like, come down, we gotta get, like, and he wouldn't come down. So I was like, oh, that was hilarious, dude. Like, that was, that was really funny. I have to give him that. Props so, to that guy. Yeah, props to David Comerford for, uh, for doing that. Like, I, I was like, that was cool, man. Um, this is a very 90s picture of them. Uh, but, yeah, you know, um, you know, I never, you know, like, I, I, listen, you know, I like, I like the music. It sounds good. There was stuff know. I listened to. I had, I had rage. It's, it was a unique music. Like, you had a guy like Tom Rello making, like, hip-hop sounds with his guitar. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, he's a, he's a really amazing guitarist. There's no two he's, ways he's about it. He's got some good riffs. He has some massive riffs. And he's a nice guy, smart guy. And, you know... Like, but his like um, politics. I mean, they're they just seem very mainstream these days. I mean, back in the '90s, they were like, ooh. But now he's just kind of just like, eh. he's you know, almost like a Clinton or something. You know, he's just like, eh. I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe not that bad, but I don't know. I'm not much of a Tom Morello scholar, so yeah, he's really not really. It, um, he doesn't seem that radical anymore into today's standards. You know, he doesn't seem that radical. It's hard to say. Yeah, he seems very. You know. Like, I'm going to shout, you All know. Right, let's move on from conjecture. Yeah. You know, we don't know what you're talking about here. Yeah, you know. We don't need to slander anybody. Uh, slander everyone. That's what Maledictus does. That's why they call him Maledictus. He gives the bad word. <laughs> uh, what do we got here? Oh, who died this week? Um, this guy. Not, not this week, but. He died, you know, probably like two weeks ago. Timmy Grabber. Timmy Grabber. Hansen. Uh, and King Diamond, of course, did a tribute to him at, um, he, he did a song, uh, which song was it? I think it was, uh, The Lake or something like that. No, it wasn't that one. Um, 
It was that song. That's the one you called the glam. Yeah, the very glittery song. song. That was song with a very glittery intro. Um, you probably all know what I I'm g- talking about. Forget the name. Yeah, but um, yeah. So he passed away. He was the original Mirthful Fate um, bass player. Don't quote me as to when he was from. I wonder if I ever saw this guy when I saw Wars Away. Probably not. He probably wasn't in the band anymore when I saw them. Um, yeah. So he also played for King Diamond as well. Killed by death. But killed by death. Another guy. You know, they're dying. It's going to happen. He wasn't that old, though. No, he had cancer. Yeah. So it's, you know. Timmy uh... Hansen. Killed by death. Former bass player from Rice Play. Of a very important yeah. band. Yes. Who are, of course, getting back together. We look forward to see what direction Merciful Fate will take next year in 2020. Uh, that should be great. I look forward to seeing them. Um, maybe they'll play, maybe they'll headline Psycho, but we're not sure if we're going to Psycho yet. So we're, we have a lot of things going TBD. on. Yeah, we, 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 like, we, we, we probably told you before we're absolutely going, but now, you know, we're not sure. They, they already gave their preliminary bands and, you know, not impressive, but that's not a you know, that's not that doesn't necessarily mean factor. anything. It was just yeah. that last year we bought based off the preliminary bands. Yeah, we did. And we based because there was three we that we them. knew that we would like. Yeah. And this year, like, probably will like Mayhem. Yeah. You know, Necro Butcher's an asshole. Like, I don't know much about, like, modern Mayhem. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what yeah, they play. I don't know what they're doing now. Uh, <laughs> are, they, are they the true Mayhem or are they, are they May- is there a They've difference between the true Mayhem or... Because this band calls it the true mayhem. There is. is. Yeah, is that the I same thing? I mean, they've thing? got Necro Butcher, and I think they have Hellhammer, so they've got. I guess it. that's the I, true. They can't be another mayhem. Yeah, I think you know they go by. I've heard them go by. We are the true mayhem, you know. So that I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they are true. They have piece. They had pieces of death of dead skull, you know. But yeah, oh, we didn't put Necro Butcher on here. Like, go. He's been like running his mouth. Yeah, did I put that on? There? I might have. Um, I don't think. No, I well, I put it on the. I put it on the Facebook. Yeah, Necro Butcher, he's been like, oh, yeah, he's like, I, if, you know, if, 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 if Var didn't kill uh, Euronymous, I would have done it. Well, no, you know? not even. I was also on my he's way. Like, yeah, okay, maybe that was, like, lost in translation or something. Yeah, maybe. Or he's just talking. He's obviously just talking shit. <laughs> like, if Varg, if Varg did it a day later, oh, I would have been there. I would have been there, you know. <laughs> you know, obviously, it's very clear that, you know, um, even though they, they gave Euronymous some negative traits in the movie, he's kind of, like, kind of betrays this innocent guy when he probably really wasn't. <laughs> You know, like a lot of people have nothing. Well, good to I say remember fighting with you is that I thought that movie yeah. made him seem like an asshole. A little bit, but not enough. But just because I think the thing is, a lot of people when they watch movies, like that was actually a thing with the Joker that came out. Yeah. It's like just because he's the protagonist doesn't mean he's a good guy. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people just cannot understand that but concept. They, they kind of made. They kind of had this really false thing at the end when Euronymous kind of become, you know, he kind of like lets go of all of his bad stuff at the yeah, end and cuts like his fiction. hair, which did not happen <clears throat> at all. Anyway, well, they all hated that movie anyway. Yeah, oh yeah, the, um, the black metal culture in general, absolutely. So that's probably why he's talking about movie. it because he's trying to like, you know, redirect the uh, public opinion on. <laughs> yeah, he just wants attention. He's like, look, we're also, playing, by yeah. the way. Also, we have a new album. We are playing Psycho. Everyone pay attention. I'll they ever, do have a new album. You know, Necro, but she has Tambor Chan. When, when that banger guy interviewed him originally, he's like, for fuck you! Like, yeah, I remember the banger guy just asked him, like, a simple question. I forgot what he asked him. It was something innocent. It was something about how, like, it was fading. Yeah, and he's like, well, and that was, fuck you! That was from, like, a long time ago, yeah, was right? Many, when it that actually was legitimately like 10 years was, ago. was fading. Yeah, it was like, like now it's ago. on the up, I would say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, they definitely weren't doing well at that time. They were yeah. playing some shitty Eurofest. And, you know, the, the the banger guy just asked him something, and he's just like, fuck you! 
Then like he interviewed him again like a few years later. He was like, I'm very sorry. I was drunk. He's like, I'm yeah. sorry about that. That was you know now now Nagarbutch is like old grouch again. He's just angry. He was like yelling at No, they were no, they were they were questioning about the movie. I think the dude from um from Loudwire or something was was questioning him. He about, did that um, he did that interview like multiple times, yeah. multiple places talking about this. He won't shut up about yeah, it. Yeah, he's angry. He's like he gets really heated. He gets really like riled up about it too. Necro Witcher. <laughs> like when you talk about the movie, he's like, It's just insulting. You well, know? I don't think any of those guys like But he's it. like really like angry. he gets he gets riled up though. And he likes to get riled up. He wants to like get all like, look at me, everyone. I'm I'm on the. Well, news no, again. actually, I, he was just like it made me sad. That's what he said. About no, no, there's one interview I saw. He was getting like all <laughs> flustered. He's getting flustered. He said it was a. He was like it made me sad. It was not a good movie. <laughs> That's all he said. Yeah, was he expecting it to be good? You know, like <laughs> if, he, if, 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 if Macaulay Culkin's brother is going to be and Val Kilmer's son's going to be, it's probably not going to be right. Okay. All right. So look at this. Kiss Them announced her final date at the end of the road tour. And I'm reading carefully, it's probably going to be in New Jersey. It's probably going to be at the MetLife Stadium since, you know, the venues in the city are probably not big enough. Like, you'd expect it to be Madison Square Garden, but why would they have it at Madison Square Garden when it could be at MetLife, which is way bigger? So, most likely, that is where it's going. Um, It'll be right here. East Rutherford, New Jersey. We are disturbingly yeah. close to that. Yeah. So, that is, um, you know... Are these guys really calling it quits? I doubt it. Come on. These guys have apparently 90 more shows lined up. Yeah, they're all 90 shows. These guys, are, I mean, obviously touring is probably comfortable for them. They probably have the nicest I mean, are they even playing their instruments anymore? Not really. Probably isn't that tiring to Yeah, not really. Everything you shows. see is fake up there. Everything you see is just fake. They probably have backup singers. It's just, you know, like they probably have like vocal help, you know. Who knows? It's you know. I, I would have liked to see these guys. Sad. Sad. I would. I, if like I was around nineteen seventy seven, I would have liked to see these guys in nineteen seventy seven. Like that would have been cool. You can't go back. Can't go back. You know, but I just see these guys as you know these just fat silly guys. You know, just married guys. You know, and they're making tons of money. Like you I told you see, before. You go see Ace. Uh, I've seen Ace before. Ace is fun. <laughs> I like Ace. Ace is Ace is doing a show with High on Fire in Texas. He's doing a festival with High on Fire and, and Power Trip. Imagine did that, that just happen. Uh, did it happen already? Did, did, did it just? Happen? Well, I mean, High on Fire and Power Trip are touring together now. No, I think it's a different thing. No, I think it's a different. So they're coming back together. Yeah, I think they're just doing a show. It's like a festival show with. Um, it might be maybe at the end of their tour or something. I don't know the date of it. It's called. It's like a beer fest. It's called Foamhenge. No, uh, that happened already. Oh, it happened already. Oh, so we missed it. Okay, so yeah. So yeah, he's freely doing a show it. with them. It was in Texas anyway. But he's freely doing a show with them. So, you know, he's freely fun. He's kind of like Tony Clifford. He's like, oh, 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 oh. That's how he kind of acts up there. I, I saw him once. Um, and there was like the guitar was feeding back. So he was getting angry. He's like, oh, the fucking feedback. Oh, 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 oh. You know, but he can still play, you know. So I'll give him that. Yeah. I wonder if they'll ask him to come on stage. Supposedly they're going to ask Vinnie Vincent to come on stage, which will be a disaster. Like, the, that friggin' whatever he is, whatever's going on with him, um, he can't play anymore. He's completely just... That's right. I, I read it somewhere that they might ask him to join them, which would just be completely <laughs> awkward and embarrassing. Okay? So. But, yeah. Kiss, whatever, old people. 
Okay, boomer. Um, Literally. Okay, boomer. That's what they're saying. That's what I'm going to say to you. Us Gen Xers don't give a fuck about either one of you. Um, oh, this. Okay. So, this is this guy's back. And the only reason this guy got fucking 15 minutes is because everyone at Metal Sucks every other week was like, ooh, this guy's doing this now. Now, if, you don't, this? if, if you're not familiar with Jared, Thre- listen to his music. It's, it's like a very poor man's dream theater. Like, but it's, like his voice is, you just want to set this guy on fire, like hearing his voice. Like, I don't know what to classify this music as. It doesn't even seem like it should be from this planet, like the music this guy's making. But basically he's this guy who, he's like a giant grifter, basically. So let's, let's read. Exactly one year ago, Jared Threaten became the subject of, yeah, because of Metal Sucks, of one of music's most viral scandals. He faked an entire fan base, fooled a series of European venues into letting him book a 10-day tour, and was globally humiliated when the internet uncovered the scam that resulted in Threaten, his name is Jared Threaten, Threaten, um, playing mostly empty rooms. So basically he created this presence online, like he was this big thing, and he would play these shows that no one would come to, and he would kind of just make up his fame. Which, you know, like, in some way I don't blame him, but, you know, it's not the way to do it. It's not going to work. And it costs him what a lot kind of money. Of, what kind of band was he? It's like, it's, he's a good guitarist. I'm not going to say he's not a good guitarist, but he is like something out of a comic book. Like, the music he plays, like, it's like a really bad version of the Dream Theory. That's all I could say, and that's probably not an accurate description. Like, I don't know who I can compare him to, you know? I really don't know. But, um... A, and he basically hired these missions who eventually kind of were on to the thing and they kind of just left, <laughs> you know? Like, uh, they sued him, you know, for, you know, basically getting him into all this trouble. Like, they were basically broke and stuck in Europe without any money and he, he didn't pay them. He's not from Europe? No, he's from, like, the Midwest. What? <laughs> yeah, he's from, like, like Iowa or something. Why did he book a tour in Europe? I don't know. <laughs> he thought maybe his, like, shitty sound would, oh would go, would work there or something. I don't know. But apparently he is, um, just a few hours ago, threatened return to the other world, United Kingdom, for a special one-off show. Approximately 50 people, which is about 50 more people than it came last time. So just his ridiculousness is, is bringing the boys to the art, okay? Just, like, the fact that, Listen. like... However you get it done. However you get it done. This guy figured out, like, and that, that's his album Whatever cover. Whatever you gotta like, do. That is his album cover, that. Like, it's him in, like, a frame. He's like, So, like, I don't, like early 90s. Yeah, it's, like, early 90s, but, like, even, like, in the early 90s, this would be silly. Like, people would be like, Ugh. It's like a fusion band. Yeah, it's, like, fusion-y 90s. looking. I mean, he's a good guitarist, but is this, is this actually from the show? <laughs> why did he go to England? Like, why didn't he just play here? They're onto his shit around. Oh, and he has these <laughs> mannequins up there. So he's, he's, he's doing this new kind of gimmick, almost like craft work. You know, he has these mannequins up there. But wait, there's more. And just after the robots are left to mime, threaten song, songs for a while, Jared and his new human band took to the stage. So he come, comes out with these mannequins, almost like it's a guar show. They're going to get their heads chopped off, but nothing cool like that happened. <laughs> Unfortunately, technical difficulties, man, threatens the microphone rarely. It's <laughs> just nothing can go straight. Nothing can go smooth for this poor guy. Yeah, forcing um, handing over vocal duties to his mute robot compatriots. <laughs> yeah, boy, boy. This is, you can't make this stuff up. Um, 
And there he is with his long, <laughs> flowing mane of hair. He's got nice hair. He has nice hair. He doesn't he? He has very nice. He's not that old. He's only like thirty or something. He's not that old. I don't think he's even thirty. He's like young. Um, right at the end, uh, Jared left stays leaving. The robots is my part of living is dying. That must be his song there. Before things really got out of hand, what kind of hand? After returning for his un- encore, who actually asked him to come back out? Was he the only man playing? I wasn't long before threatened, turned on his fake band, physically attacking his straw. Oh, the, the mod. Oh, so that's his thing. So he thinks he's like, it's like Guar, but you know, it's performance art. Yeah, but there's no like blood. Okay. Oh, so we take. Oh, oh look, he killed. Um, it looks like he beheaded. Um, <laughs> why can't I remember his name? I always sound like an idiot on the air because I can't remember anything. Um. The Canadian guy, the, the, the guy from um, what? The guy from Strapping Young Lad. What's his name? Why can't I remember his name? So lots of bald men in the world. That bald guy from okay. Canada, the guitarist. You know, he's like a crazy guitarist. Look, you killed him because you were jealous of him. What's his name? People, comment down below. What's his name? I'm I'm talking as if people are watching this. Comment down below. What's his name? Um, <laughs> cheat sheet. It is, um, I'm gonna look it up. It's, um, yeah, uh, look up uh, Strapping Young Lad. What's his name? I saw him once. I I photographed him. Why don't you move on? He was a very good, um, oh, Devin Townsend. Devin Townsend. Look, you killed Devin Townsend. Doesn't look like Devin Townsend. Devin, all bald people look the same. You killed him. Oh, look, you have a blow up doll. Is that your girlfriend, dude? I'm not impressed by this, and no, I this don't is, think it's noteworthy or worthy I, of our time. I, you know, I just had to like mention this because it's because he's back. Because they're giving him 15 minutes again when they should just be ignoring him because he's a grifter. Just don't pay attention to him. Okay, stop paying attention to him. Okay. What's this? Oh, it's Loudwire. Rob Halford feels there is a mutual interest in a Judas Priest Iron Man tour. I was reading that there was almost sort of like a um, heavy metal big four like an old man big four like Motorhead um, Judas Priest Iron Maiden and Black Sabbath that almost happened and I was kind of wondering who would headline that's a shame that. it's like who would like headline that? who would like be obviously fighting Black obviously Sabbath. Black Sabbath but like who would go on first I guess Motorhead would have to go on first yeah you know but who would be Motorhead, second Motorhead Judas Priest Iron Maiden I guess, and Black Sabbath I guess that would have to be the order right yes. there'd be a lot of you know, conflict in that but um so yeah, like so this um, you know, might happen again. Um, yeah, that would be that would be kinda cool. You know. He's uh, double down on the idea of leaving something the bands would be interested in pursuing. That might be their next step, you know. For two, you know, big bands like this, what else can they can do? I mean, I think um Judas Peace is going on tour with Ozzy. Well, if Ozzy goes on tour they next are? Yeah, yeah, he's they're gonna be with Ozzy next year if that of course you know my opinion on that. I don't think they're coming here with Ozzy. Yeah, they might not be coming here, it might be for Europe. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about Jews Priest next tour. Yeah, that would be pretty huge. I, you know, I could picture them like having Ghost open for them or something if they did that. You know, that would be, that would probably Are you be, kidding? Uh, Ghost does not open anymore. Ghost will have to open for them. Like, Ghost will be show, lucky to open for them. This show would be like at the Barclays Center probably. Um, uh, if not MetLife. <laughs> no, we saw Iron Maiden at the, at 
the at Barclays, the and we saw and we saw Ghost at Barclays. And Ghost played their own fucking show at the Barclays. Two, they, they played two sets. They played no two, opener. They played two sets, so you got to give them credit for that. They like, are wow. not opening for shit anymore. Um, well, they're gonna have to if it's something. Okay, well, they opened for Metallica. That's the only band they can open for. Uh, yeah, they were opening for Metallica, and everyone was bullying them in Europe. When were they? When they were in Russia. Anyway, everyone was well, like, "Get yeah. off the fucking stage." Russians, don't fuck with them. They're not having ghosts. They're not having that shit. Russians. No, but... No, Ghost definitely isn't opening for Iron Maiden anymore. Yeah. It's a shame. Do we have that thing about... It's a shame? I don't think so. You know? What does Ghost think they are? I don't want to see Ghost open for Iron Maiden. Hey, they were... You know, they gotta know their place. Well, actually... (laughs) I think I just read that Iron Maiden's gonna be touring with Killswitch Engage. Oh, God. I don't want... They, they want to be relevant, so I guess... What is with these goddamn course, bands? Is, is Killswitch Engage really relevant? I'm like, you know, I'm talking like an old person. I'm like, oh, is that some new... But no, they're, they're probably been around since the 90s. I think they're really they're around like, since the 90s. Megadeth is touring with Five Finger Death Punch. Oh like, God. what the fuck is wrong with you? Ugh. You know, Ugh. You, you know what? You should be more like King Stop. Diamond. You know, Uncle Ass. Yes. See, King Diamond... A he, weird goth band. King like, Diamond always tours with real... King Diamond is a huge Uriah Heep fan. That's his favorite thing in the whole world. He loves Uriah Heep. He opens to Uriah Heep. He comes out with Uriah Heep playing. King Diamond is not really into metal. He likes interesting bands. I've seen King Diamond, uh, you know, other times before. And he had um, Jess and the Ancient Ones open for him. Another strange, doomy kind of psychedelic band from Finland. Uh, but he likes weird stuff. He doesn't like... He's not going to have Kill Switch Engage or like Megadeth open for him. He's going to have, you know, he's not going to have Manowar open for him either because he hates them. Um, famous fight. Famous, uh, famous, famous uh, fuse. Manowar versus King Diamond. Or is it Merciful Fate, I think. But yeah. You know, King Diamond is very eclectic in his taste and it always works. It's always interesting to see yeah. who opens for King Diamond. I, th- I think it's very, uh, it's very boomer of these bands to like want. Yeah, they want to be. Some young. But the thing is, these Metalcore these band bands we're choosing aren't really that young anymore. No, well, <laughs> not really that young. You know, they're not like new bands. They're kind of like, eh. but I guess they're what yeah. They're they're well, the kind of bands that make that list. I you feel just like read, it's though. like a business decision. They're like, oh yeah, of course. They're they're not new bands. They're established bands, yeah. and their their audience is a lot younger. Yes, for sure. So they're like, we're gonna get new fans yeah. out of this. Yeah, I mean, you get kids that will like Iron Man, but no one's going to like new... But they a were, new... like, raised listening to Iron sure, Man. Sure, they probably have some, like, boomer dad, and he's like, Yeah, yeah, Iron Man, son, this is real music. Not like that crap you listen to. You know, um... But, and the kid's probably like, yeah, I want to, I want to, you know, impress my dad. I'm into his, his, listen, my dad was not into Iron Maiden, okay? I had to find that shit on my own. I think, I think like the real Kill Switch Engage fans, like if that's what you're into, like you're yeah. probably going to think Iron Maiden sounds really lame. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you might like, it's be gonna like. it's going to sound like old man music to you. Yeah, if that's your music, you're like, yeah, there's too many notes or something. I don't know, but. You're like, oh, it's not overproduced enough. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you know, it's just like. It's a, it doesn't sound annoying. It's such a different, I, I, can't, I don't even know what Kill Switch Engage does. I mean, it's WSOU music. It, I don't. You do know, but I it's probably, like, it's, it's, probably, like oh. it's like both forgettable and awful. Yeah, it's like that cutting edge sound, I guess. It's like, dun, yes. dun, 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 that kind of stuff probably, right? Like very syncopated kind of tuned yes. down. Yeah, yes. shit, okay, I figured People, that is not creative to do that. Like, it's like, oh, we're so edgy, we're so heavy. We tune down to A, and we go, jun, 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 jun. It's woke up, baby John. She's like, shut up up there. There's a baby downstairs. And she can hear the Here Lives Metal podcast before it's been broadcast to you. 
So, Let's move on. So, so this can happen. I don't know. It's obviously we're looking at this article here, and that is a possibility. It just you know, I could I just imagine ghost opening. They're not opening for shit That's anymore. Right, it's gonna be. They're too it's the big. It's gonna be. And if they open for anybody, it's gonna feel like Madonna. <laughs> It's the way it's gonna They're going to open for Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Speaking of ghosts, dun, dun, dun. speaking of ghosts opening for Madonna, Ghost's new album won't be helmed by a heavy metal producer. There you go. That's what they're doing. That's where they're going, people. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, of course. The reason if you go to They haven't been heavy forge, metal for like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not 10 years old, but they had their like first five album, years. Their first album was metalish. Like, you know, even though that was a gimmick, that was a grifting gimmick, like... You know, I got into it. I was like, oh, this sounds good. I didn't know where they were going with that. Tobias Forge had obviously plans. He wasn't, you know, he was just doing metal for the time being. You know, it wasn't real. They tricked me. They tricked me. I fell for it. I fell right for it. Okay? Just like, uh, you know, these people on the internet trick people. You know, same thing. I fell right for it. He tricked a lot of people. It's he okay. did. He tricked me. He got me, like, I would say he spurred my interest in metal again. It was because of him. So I'll give him a minute. And of course, I moved on to, you know, find better and newer stuff going on today. You know, and, you know, quickly moved moved away from Ghost, stepped over that stone, fortunately. You know, some of you need to make that step. Let them go. Let them go. They're like baby steps. Watching. They're baby food. I'm still watching. They're not going to get better. It's not. Gonna, you can't get better at this point. You can't just go back to, like, Epos Anonymous not, you know, but now you know. But if he does, it's fake. Opus, Opus anonymous. Opus Opus eponymous. Opus eponymous. Opus eponymous. Uh, Opus hippopotamus. You can't um, go back to that. If he did, you'd be like, you, you know, it's not from the heart. If he did, you know, you'd just be like, oh, he's just doing that. But he couldn't though. It's, it's not gonna happen. So, Bands get heavy again. So anyway, he says he prefers Bands not to work. Bands get heavy again all the time. I, I, but you know, sometimes, you know, with someone like him, we know he's a fake. So. No, I don't think he's a fake. fake. I will fight you on that. He's not fake. a fake. He's, he's done everything. He's very thrown, Swedish. He's thrown okay. many things at the wall. Ghost stuck. You know, Subvision didn't stick. That death metal thing he did didn't stick. You know, he's just... When he worked at the call center, it didn't stick. <laughs> you know? I gotta give him credit for not working at... Now he's making all kinds of money. He used to work at a call center. So there's hope for everyone. You're people. just jealous. Listen, he, you know... He did, he did it. He got through. I hope, you know, hopefully I get through the same way he did. If I have to grift you, hey, they don't call it here lies metal for no reason, people. <laughs> I'm lying to all of you. Um, so, we don't uh, need to read this. Yeah, it's just, um, he doesn't want to have metal producers anymore, which He's makes confirming. Sense. It's like. Why are they going to write all, they should have just, they should just write like two sentences. Tobias Ford does not want to do heavy metal and he's going to be touring with Madonna next year. Like that's what they should just write. Look, why is Ellie Golding in here? <laughs> because because that's why. Because that's where he's going. Okay. Close the tab. Yeah. Enough of you. Um. Oh, so Ozzy came out with a new song. Did you hear it? I can't play it here, but um, <laughs> I, I listened to it on the on the on the Aussie radio on the satellite radio, and uh, so very like. It's not with, it's not with Zach Wild by the way. It almost sounds like it is because it's very Sabbath sounding, but you know, in a very cheap way. Well, it's definitely Aussie metal. It is Aussie metal mixed with like a late Sabbath sound in a way because he's going for that because he knows that's what sells. You know, he needs to go for that little because people kind of really identify him with Sabbath now more than ever. You, you know? think what? Yeah, since he like you know did his last tour of Black Sabbath, finished that up. People always want that to be in his like in his wheelhouse now. They want like. It to be 
And, you know, ever since he obviously came out with that Black Sabbath album, too, people kind of want that heavier sound. People, I think people, like, a lot of people don't want that Ozzy metal sound anymore. Like, he's still going to well, do that. The new song is Ozzy metal. Yes, but it definitely has some Sabbath tones to it, which, I, I you know, I wasn't impressed with. I was just like, oh, okay, I see I wasn't impressed there. by the song yeah. either. <laughs> so, let's see, who's, um, so let's see, who's, uh, who's playing with him? Uh, solo band, uh, we don't know who's the guitar, who's the guitar player, though. Uh, uh, Blasco. Who's Blasco? Blasco bass. Tommy Klufitos. Cluf, Cluf, that must be Greek on drums. And Adam Wakeman, who is Rick Wakeman's son, by the way. We also played for Yes, Adam Wakeman. Um, Producer Andrew Watt is on guitar. Okay. Who so, Ozzy met while recording his parts for the Post Malone song Take What You Want. Wow. So he just got the producer. So there's no significant guitar player. It's just the producer. Like, there's no guitar player, really. It's like when Bob I mean, Rock it's not, played. It's not racket science guitar yes it is for Ozzy listen a guy like Ozzy needs a hot guitarist like Ozzy's always had a a guitar duo you know Ozzy and Tony Ozzy and Randy Ozzy and Jake you know like Ozzy and Zach you know like it's just like you know every you know Mick and um, this is just a single yeah okay so it's just a single okay but so yeah, so I was. We don't know who's going to be. This on producer the album. is just like he's. he's just, well, the album will not feature Zach Wilde. Yeah, it's not going to be Zach Wilde. So it's just like when Metallica had Bob Rock play bass for them on the uh, Saint Anger album. It's just like I just you know. But for for a guitar player, that's like you know it's supposed to be that's supposed that's supposed to be a really big shoes to fill when you're with Ozzy. Like those need to be really big shoes, you know. It's like you know Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. It's like you know like Steve Tyler and Joe Perry. You know you. Billy Idol and Steve Stevens, you know, like it's got a, it's a duo, you know, like. And Ozzy has always been one of those, and uh, he's just got some nobody now, you know. Some no, it doesn't mean the guy doesn't know how to play. I mean, there's a lot of good guitarist players you've probably never heard of, just because you know they're not Zach. Maybe Wild. this is his break. Yeah, it is. It's some young kid who works with Post Malone. Yeah, it's like some okay. guy, it's just some guy that no one knows who it is. Post Malone, that fucking guy, looks like some homeless guy. Right. So yeah, no Zach Wild there. Yeah, and I thought it was when I listened to it, I was like, oh, that sounds like Zach Wild, but isn't it? it's just some guy who's. And these days with the internet, people could just learn your style very easily and just mimic you. That's really what it come what it's come down to. Um. I don't believe we we have to we have to did we have to did we have the article about Bruce Dickinson getting divorced? Yeah. No. Do I? I'm, I have to add that right now. It's the most important news of the week. Open your phone. Tell people about Windhand. Winden. Okay, Winden. so so Winden, they were robbed in Houston, like every band gets robbed. Uh, th- listen, people, this is why I would never fucking go on tour, okay? this I hear stories every week about some band, you know, that would be, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying like Metallica's getting robbed, but like bands like the size of Winden. Winden. I call them Winden. It's like by habit now. Winden. Winden. Um, Sounds like Winden. They got Merle. they got all their shit stolen, and and here's what they got stolen: a '79 Rickenbacker, four thousand one. It's worth a lot of money, man. Of course, the thing is, that's like stealing like like, that's like stealing like a, like a 1970 Barracuda. It's like you're not gonna be able to like it's you're not gonna be able to hide that thing. Okay, second that thing goes on the market, they're going to know whose it is. Okay, so I don't I'm not sure what you're gonna what your end game is stealing that. It's not just stealing some, like, Fender Stratocaster. It's I like, heard they posted it on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, we have really smart criminals, too. Okay, they're... 
Mastermind. Yes, mass criminal genius mastermind. Well, listen, Lex Luthor must have stolen them. This is Stoner Rock, you know. Yes. I wonder, you know. Uh, but yeah, it's very unique. The, the stuff that was stolen here, you know, the 2011 white Gibson SG, that's kind of, you know, that's a little more generic. Or, you know, 2013 black Gibson SG. But, you know, these 82, these early 80s uh, Rickenbacker 4001, those are very unique. So, um... They stole their sunglasses. They stole sure. their Ray Ban wafer. <laughs> they okay? got the sunglasses. I have a I have a pair of of Ray Ban. A backpack. And I would very I would be very mad if they were stolen. My car is open. You can just steal my Ray Bans. They're in the glasses compartment in my car. You can just Uh-oh. go in and take them. You know they're like one hundred and fifty dollars glasses. You could just take them. No one ever has though because they see my car and you're like, there's nothing in there. <laughs> they're like, there's no. Wait, what are these guys like from the nineties? Like they stole, they stole their iPod. You guys still have an iPod? God, I thought I was old. Look at this, a second gen iPad. Like how fucking old are you guys? I thought I was old. Listen, they're like in a mid tier band. They're like middle class. Yeah, but you know, you you're using like this. You're using an iPod still. What is that like your the sound for your vans? Like yeah, put it like. Do you guys have phones? Like, I used to be, I was an iPod user for the longest time. Then, you know, one day I woke up and I was like, this thing you know, is useless. You know, they might use it for, like, other shit, you know? Like, they I might, guess. like, record riffs on it or something. Like, when, when a second-gen iPad, what is that, like, 10 years old? All right, stop making fun of that. <laughs> what else did they steal? Microphones. You know, if you got all the stupid shit you own still, you would put it all on the list. And like, what about my instruments? Yeah, I'm not making fun. No, I'm not making fun of their gear. Their gear is top-notch. I'm just making fun of these accessories they have, like, like their fucking... Their, uh, their iPad and their iPod. All right, well, I got all the shit on Bruce They got, okay, okay, we'll be in a second. We're, I'm reading the mail online, which I'm pretty sure that's is perfect. like some, uh, yeah, is that UK some, gossip yeah, is that site? some British conservative site? I think it is. Yeah, Daily, like, is that the Daily it's Mail? Like the New York Post or something. Is, it, is that the Daily Mail? It's the, yes, it's the Daily Mail. Yeah, there mail. you go. So that's uh, <laughs> that's a good source. Perfect. That's TMZ. So, Why don't we go for, it's probably not on TMZ because TMZ is probably like, what? It now, should be on TMZ. I don't know if this is actually that salacious or anything. No, but Bruce it isn't. Dickinson was married for decades. Yeah, it's more tragic than salacious. Tragic. The mother of his three children. Yes, he had three. Children. Mind um, you, Bruce Dickinson is a very wealthy guy who owns an aviation company in Cardiff, uh, called Cardiff Aviation, multi-million, if not possibly billion-dollar company. Who knows? Um, what is going to happen to all these assets? But it's saying that they quietly separated last year. Yeah. So I don't know if he was necessarily cheating on his wife. Okay. They might have separated. Right before that, and then he got with this. And then he cheated. Um, so maybe he's a stand-up guy. We don't know. Okay. I do like that the woman he's with now is described as roughly 15 years his junior. Which uh, isn't she's still, she's that still looks, bad, honestly, because he's looks, in his um, 60s. Yeah, he's old. Um, So she, she's in her 40s. She still looks pretty bad. Um, I don't believe I didn't put that on. So, but she's like an Instagram fitness model. He's French. She is French. Who is apparently a big Iron Maiden fan. Oh, okay. I just think it's funny on this article because they have all these pictures from her Instagram where she's like, you know, looking real hot for like yeah. a, in her 40s. Like, yeah, she's but got then these big like, <laughs> fake like body parts, fake lips, fake boobs. The, they've got these pictures on the streets and she just looks like an old lady. And it's like. Yeah, well, she's not, she's not like a young person. Instagram. Not real. Yeah. Yeah, she's an Instagram lady, and uh, she's like, you know, the collagen lips, the big fake tits. I mean, she's like this... T- but, you know, yeah, like there's this picture of them. They're on the street together. They look like a normal couple. Okay, that is not so, focusing. <laughs> sorry. I sorry. Could just, I could just... I can just call her. 
They just look like a normal couple. Doesn't look like Bruce is a dirty old man for being with this lady. Yeah, so. I mean, obviously he's a rock guy. He's gonna have this rock girl. You know, he's, he's not Ginger this, Baker, this... okay? <laughs> yes, he's uh, well, and he's alive too. So, yeah, well, Ginger God, Baker yeah. left left his wife for a seventeen year old. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, Ginger Baker's not wasn't a nice guy. Okay, <laughs> this college like ugh, ugh. That is not. That is not like. Uh, we don't need to. You just have a look. Look, his wife. You know, very elegant. You know, well, nice, that's an classy old lady. Photo. Old photo. Look how young he is. He's probably. I guess so. It's well, probably fifty. Maybe years she's like an old hag now. But you know, that's what happens when you get old, man. You know, nobody wants to see you naked, Bruce Dickinson. Okay. I bet this supposed Iron Maiden super fan probably does. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> she's like, ah. but this guy. I, I. What did it? Was it? Somewhere along the tune of like ninety million dollars, he was gonna lose in this. Do we have that? Do we have that? Those TMZ facts? I don't know. I heard it was like something. Don't call me. I heard it was something like Daily Mail is more interested in what this lady looks like. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you know, the money that the settlement is gonna be important. I think it's like nine. I think the settlement's like ninety million dollars. Match ninety million dollars. Why don't you just stay with her? Ninety million dollars, people. Some things are worth more than money. Nothing. $90 million. You deal with it. You deal. You weren't born rich, Bruce Dickinson. You know what it's like not to have that money. You know how easy it is for him to cheat on his wife? Yeah, it's very easy. So there must be a real good reason that he's doing this, not just cheating, okay? Yeah. She doesn't look like the kind of woman that's going to give him, like, real love. She's, she doesn't don't, seem like she has... Don't make assumptions. I, with li- anyone who has lips like that and goes on Instagram and smiles like that doesn't look like they have a lot going on in between, uh, or, you know, above those boobs. Okay? Look, anyone who takes the time to do that to their lips doesn't strike me as a person of character. Okay? That's just just saying like, if that's your priority, to, like, make your lips do this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> she has ultimate duck face. Like, seriously, like, professional duck face. Plastic surgery altered duck face. Okay? So. Maybe me doing that is how we'll, we'll make this podcast work. Uh, yeah, maybe, um, you know, we can, uh, there, there's, there goes the, uh, the feed. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's a. Uh, what do you mean the feed? There's a news feed. See, I had the different. See, look, I can, I can transition. See, da da. All right. Da da. Okay, yeah. that's. Yeah. Amazing. Aha. OBS Studio. I am a producer and a podcaster at the same time. Um, do we have anything else to talk about? I think that's it. Uh, I wanted to briefly rag on Metal Sucks's uh, top twenty-five albums of the twenty tens. Very important. We don't need to. We don't have anything to show. So just. Oh, let's just look at this real quick. So, what's going on here? Well, they pulled, um, not just you know their staff. They made a big show of everyone they pulled, which was a number of musicians in like bands that are are, you know important or whatever. Important. Or like they knew. they could ask and a lot of industry people both on like the production and on like the promotion side Uh mostly on the promotion side so they aggregated a shit ton of top 25 lists to produce the ultimate definitive answer top 25 albums and here they are of the 2010s my god and it's not a great list people are oh look Yabba's in there huh 
That's okay. I mean, they have, there's some okay stuff on here. Like, that Trypticon album's sure. okay. It's only got 24, though. It should be a little further up, huh? Yob is, uh, you know, respectable. They play Judas Priest on there. That's good. They got the Judas Priest firepower on Glad there. I would that. say that's a... Clever uh, attack. They don't even exist pitching. anymore, I don't think. Clever, clever, clever well, attack. Well, they could still... They could still put it on. Clever attack. <clears throat> but I wanted to focus on the top ten. Okay. Because I don't want to talk about everything. Uh, here's the top ten. Starting here. Top ten. Dillinger Escape Plan. I can appreciate that they're like weird. Are they weird? They can be weird. Yeah. But I, I don't really like. Didn't, didn't they? No, they're not around anymore either, right? Those are just kept, no, they're, they're not. Yeah, they're the ones that had that final it show. It doesn't matter they're not around. In New York City. They yeah. made an album in one of the 2010s. Yeah. Uh, what's next? Rivers, Rivers of Nihil. Nihil. There's a fucking saxophone solo on that album. Oh. Go oh, fuck off. They don't seem like the kind of band that would have a sax solo. They're, sax like, solo. Progr- they're like progressive death metal. Oh. Okay. I would say. Uh, I'm not from, you know. Number Death eight, Heaven. Death Heaven. We saw them at Cycle. They weren't terrible. I They're okay. Like, I was like, Neh. I was expecting, I was going in like I wasn't going to like it, and I was like, Neh. Listen, it's fine. I'm not really into that kind of stuff. Yeah. I can understand being into it, but I do not like seeing it on the best metal list. No, no, no. It doesn't belong here. No, it's it not. is so vaguely, like, yeah. I don't even think they like being called metal. No. Like, no, I can see why. They're doing they're their own thing. It's a weird thing. It's a weird mashup. What, I will say that doing. new song they have is is pretty black metal. Yeah, it's black metal They just have like this nice black metal vocalist, and they're playing like indie shoegaze music. It's, it's like shoegaze and, and black metal combined. It's I'm very sorry, that vocalist weird. alone does not make them metal. Like, yeah, it's weird stuff. It's a weird combination of weird stuff. I mean, I think it works. Sure, as um, a fan base, people like it. I don't really like it, but yeah, it doesn't belong in here. No. Uh, next, Baroness. That, I, uh, uh, is that's like post metal. Uh, I don't even know. It's, listen, I used to be into Baroness when their first album. You know, when they they have these colored albums, like the red album, the the, the yellow album, the piss colored album, whatever. You know, and I was like, yeah, you know, Jeff Beasley, Jeff Baisley, is that his name? Um, he um, does the artwork himself. Very good artist, but I'm just tired of his stupid beard face. <laughs> You know. I never. It's so. Like I was into them at first, but now they're just like. Ugh, it's so pretentious. Okay. Like, yeah, it's so. It's like all right, okay, I get it. Talking about a non-pretentious band, Power Trip is next. Yes, I can get behind that one. Sure, one hundred percent. Everyone that was like voted like best album two thousand seventeen. Like everyone just loves it. Like regular normal people on the street. It kind of blows my mind. It's like why does like everyone them. Like, like this? Uh, Post Malone likes them. Like, uh, like I was walking down the street. My Power one Trip. One of them made a deal. They, they might have made a deal with Satan made or something. It, made a deal. Because I was just walking down the street and just some normie kid, I'm, and I'm wearing this shirt like underneath another shirt. Like it's not even that visible. We and were on our way to Municipal Waste. Yeah. And he was going back to Jersey. He wasn't even going to the Waste show. And he was like, and how he's like And then on the way back, the same thing happened as I was going into the same path station and the kid's like, power trip. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, and they were not like metal guys. They were just like normal dudes on the street that were like, whoa, Power Trip. Like, is Power Trip on the radio or something? Like, that, 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 top 10 radio? And they don't the have world? a sellout sound. Like, I don't Did they do something with Post Malone? They must have. They must have done something with Post Malone. I don't know. I would, think they I would have, have heard about that. Anyway, next, Ghosts. Ghosts. First album. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I got the album was, you know, I was like, whoa, that was really good. But, you know, then I realized where it was going. But Next, Deftones. Deftones, okay. I don't uh, okay. Yeah. Really, best metal of the fucking decade. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. I so. Next, I, I, Behemoth. Ugh. Now, I I gave a listen to some of the stuff I never I'd never listened to before, which yeah. includes this Behemoth album. Behemoth. And I don't like Behemoth, yeah. 
but I actually thought this was more Nurgle enjoyable is, than some of the other stuff. Nurgle is the ultimate brutal death lord. He's so brutal. He tears up Bibles. I'm so brutal. Um. Anyway, next was Carcass. Carcass. I didn't, Interesting yeah. choice. Surgical Steel, 2013. Okay. Um. It's fine. I'm sure they played some songs from that. And we saw them. I'm sure they did. I think they played a lot of I songs didn't, uh, from it. You know, um, I listened to them in the '90s. I'm not too familiar with their. It's know, fine. It's more like stuff. death metal, I would say. Now yeah, as opposed to grindcore where they started. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair enough. I don't know about number two album of the decade, uh, but it's fine. Yeah, we could consider it. I think in the top twenty-five, and number one is Gojira. Gojira, what? What? Fake number one, Morbid Angel. How'd they get in here? I don't know. I'm sure um, it's that's really Morbid bad. Angel without David Vincent, obviously. That's what their well, other you, singer. You listened to it a little bit on the last yeah, episode. And yeah, yeah, they have they have a singer really, that they would bad. kind of. He's basically their other singer. He's, he's so he's kind of original. The guy sing. He just isn't David Vincent, but he's been in the band for a long time. <laughs> um, but okay. So. Number one album of the decade is a Gojira. Gojira, uh, environmental as we call it. We have to make an episode environmental. We got to find a whole bunch of bands that meet that requirement. Gojira, of course, is the ultimate environmental band. They love the environment. They want to save the whales. Okay, they you know um, they just should make better music doing it. <laughs> just if you're gonna save the whales if you're gonna save the environment you know at least you know make better music so cause you just make people want to destroy the environment probably they're like oh fuck that song is terrible I'm just gonna start driving an SUV now you know it's like a reverse effect I don't think Gojira convinces anybody of anything no it's like when Greta Thunberg's like how dare you you know you're just gonna piss people off you're gonna just start I think driving. she does a bit more than Gojira she probably does more than Gojira she doesn't make bad music <laughs> Like I think anyone who's listening to Gojira in the first place, you know, probably isn't like super conservative. Yeah, no, yeah, when they're French too. Like the conservative metal bros don't like Gojira. Um, you know that that dude, like I knew that crazy dude Brian. Um, he was kind of he was he wasn't he was okay with them, you know. Uh, They are very heavy. Yeah, they are. So maybe they're that maybe too. that appeals to that like reptile brain. Yeah, yeah, the reptile, you know, the the, the mouth breather. I mean, you know, they're not a mouth breather, but you know, they, I can see mouth breathers. Like, anyway, you know. this list is shit. Yeah, it's total <laughs> shit. I wonder who made this. But did Vince Neil Stein make this? I just told you it's an amalgamation of the luminaries of metal. What if Vince Neil Stein made All it? this is is like people being like, well, I'm not sure. Like, there's a lot of honestly, this is a very hard task to yeah. pick 25 top of a decade. So, like, most people were like, well, what was important? <laughs> what was an important... Well, who are the important bands? And so, like, this is just, like, you know, people who are, like, progressing genres and, like, you know, pretentious bands that are doing their own thing and, like, with, with very few exceptions. Yeah. So, like, that sounded horrible. Do yeah. not touch that. This thing is just... Why are you touching? There is some kind of connector here that is just... Oh, my God. fucked up. No, you can still hear you. It was just me. Um, Stop. Okay, there. There's uh, there's something wrong with the connector on this. I don't know what it is. Oh my god! You just touch it, it just starts going berserk. People, that means you should send me more money for one of those um, nice um, Shure uh, Five, whatever those those podcast mics. The Shure, the Shure. I don't know which one it is, but it's a Dyno mic. It's not a condenser like this. But um, you, should send, you should send me money for that. They're about five hundred dollars. Send me five hundred dollars. People buy a new one. It'll work fine. Send us two actually, so we can get one for Samantha as well. I'm using that but, um, that um, MXL package where you get the two mics, ninety bucks. Instead of just yeah. talking shit, do you have any albums you would? Me, I'm gonna pick all the old, the all. You know, I'm obviously gonna pick all the newer bands that came out within that time frame that all sound old. 
you know, that's where I'd be going with this because I just can't get into like best album of the twenty tens. Twenty tens was Lucifer Leviathan Logos by Magister Templey. Yeah, well, I don't know if uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not a. T- I don't like to make top tens. I don't like to like. Do We're doing that. it this year. Yeah, we'll do it at the end of the year. But I don't do it like spur them. If someone asks me spur them. What's your favorite? I'm like, I don't fucking know, man. But um, <clears throat> if I was to make this list, um, just like quick and dirty. Okay, well, Midnight's not on here. Midnight's a royalty. Midnight absolutely has to be. How can you ignore that? Um, let me think. You know you like them, people. I think that Iron Rang album, the first sure. one, it's really good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would think actually probably my number one would probably actually be Arctic Thunder by Dark Throne. Yeah, um, why not? Like they're oh, an, oh, not to say I do love that Majesty Temple. They're album. an iconic very, name. You got very like, good. You can't like ignore that some of Dark Throne did. Yeah, where's fucking Dark Throne on there? They, it like, had three Why would you albums. ignore them? Yeah, why would you ignore them? And they were you know? all good. Yeah, you know you like Arctic it. Arctic Thunder was the best. Um, I don't think any of these people know who Majesty Temple <laughs> is. Okay? No, I don't. No, think. they're in the basement. Yeah, but that's how. <laughs> but that's how good that album. But they definitely is. know who Dark Throne is, and they definitely know who uh, Midnight is. Okay. Do but they know who Yeah, Midnight Midnight's is? pretty up there. Midnight's get uh, even even you know was getting a lot of like um Devil Master's getting a lot of attention. Okay? Even some of yeah. them are. Well I noticed there was no new albums uh, on this list. Nothing from twenty nineteen, so Okay. I feel like this is not quite the decade they were going for. But yeah. I don't know. Uh this is uh, Devil Master did have an older album, but I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't think that's worthy of the top of the decade. No, no, it's not um, like it's not awesome. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. It's not awesome. Uh, I would probably put um, the Higher on Fire. Sure. Um, yeah. Electric Messiah, which the Academy agrees with me on. Yes, even the mainstream. Maybe that's why they're oh, the Academy chose it. And Matt probably put on a shirt. So no, 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 we're not going to touch that one. Uh, the Sleep album was pretty good. Yeah, it's worth putting on here. I, you know, I'm not super impressed with it, but it's worth putting on. It was here. pretty solid. It was solid, but not like you exciting. have to acknowledge them. Um, you, have to, you have to even Uncle Acid. Um, Uncle Acid. Sh- yeah, uh, I would Rape put City. a. Yeah, the new album. Uh, the new album for me. Blood, I would put Bloodlust on. Yeah, well, you know, if you want to go that back that far, sure. Why not? Or I would go. Well, it's I, the whole decade. The whole yeah. decade. Yeah, I would go with. I would um, think. I think Bloodlust. I would go with the Abraxas album, but for me, if I was gonna pick an older one, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, but, you know, the new album's great, too. I like it. Anyway. Yeah. This list is awful. Yeah, you know, what do you expect <laughs> but from But I would also, metal? the only Sucks. things I would keep on it that's on here is Power Trip and Ghost. And maybe Judas Priest. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I would think um, that is, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they acknowledge Judas Priest, you know, because usually when Judas Priest comes out new album, they're usually terrible. But that well, album, they didn't put Iron Maiden on there because it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's the fair. It's not good. <laughs> it's boring. No one, wa- no one wants to hear new songs from Iron Maiden. Sorry, nobody wants to hear it. Um, so that's the news. There's no other news. That's everything that's going on. What's the next episode? We have to get into, back into the death metal thing. We got to go into the Swedish death metal, don't we? We should go into that. We should go into the Swedish death metal continue on that let's do a three hour episode on Finnish death metal Finnish death metal uh, uh, well, maybe we should just do Scandinavian you know like we'll get all Scandinavian yeah I was like try to do that you know just get them all because is there enough Swedish bands you know probably I don't know it probably is I know Entombed we're gonna have to learn I'm gonna have to learn about this yeah I'm not too like I know like a couple of these bands you know and it's definitely a thing in Sweden obviously it's, it's a scene worth talking about for sure um, but 
Obviously, you know, if it's a playlist episode, we can't make a video because you cannot put that on YouTube. It will, you will get, um, well, not demonetized because I'm not, you know, I'm not even close to monetized. But, you know, you'll still shut your video off. It'll just ban it. So. Is that true? Yeah. No, it's happened Lots before. Lots of people play music. I, uh, no, no, no. If you, um. And their, and their stuff is up. When, when I was doing Monster Closet, I put a Slayer song on there. They were, they were, they were just like, boom. They killed it. They killed that video. I was like, hey, did you share a new video? People were like, no, because it was gone. It was like Shadow Man. Like, I could see it. Well, that was like a decade ago. No, YouTube is worse now. YouTube is 10 times worse. I was doing, I was, you know, I was setting up channels for this in my gaming thing. By the way, people watch uh, Maledictus Games on, on um, Twitch. <laughs> Twitch forward slash Maledictus Games. Watch me play games. And on YouTube, too. We have a YouTube channel. Same name. Um, but yeah, watch me play games. I'm streaming video games now, so check that out. Um, but no, I was, I was certain things I was doing with YouTube that I used to be able to do, and they actually, and I was like, why can't I do this anymore? I looked up, it's like, you can't do that anymore. They took that feature away. You can't put links on your YouTube shit. You can't put links on your picture anymore. You could put them on, in the description, but you actually cannot put active links to um, external sites on your video anymore. They banned that. You can't do that anymore. Um, with their video editing, you can't combine videos anymore. It's like a whole bunch of stupid shit that they just took away for no reason. And you know, and obviously the copyright thing is is being super like if some basically what people are doing is they're reporting you, people who own the content are reporting you and well, no, it's a it's auto detecting. You no, know, that's a different thing. But mm -hmm. obviously with music it's gonna be auto detected. But if you use someone's video, obviously you can't auto detect that. So a lot of people if you're like a channel with obviously more subscribers it's happening like crazy like if you use other people's content they're, 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 they're flagging you it's happening like a lot so there's a lot of that YouTube is just this fucking cesspool you know you done? yeah it's gonna get worse let's end this let's end this people thanks again for listening be sure to follow us on social media including Twitter at here lies do we ever post anything? I hate Twitter I will never post anything on there I don't like it what does it even do? Who cares? Twi I don't care. Twitter, Twitter is a pit. I don't care what you're saying on Twitter. I don't. You're not important. I don't care. I'm not important. You're not important. No one cares. Facebook, here lies metal. Instagram, at metal lies here. And shoot me a email at here lies metal at gmail.com. Also, there's a new email address called um, here lies dictus. Here lies dictus. I had to make a new thing to set up the channel, so it required me to make a new email just so it's here lies uh, Dictus. Here lies Dictus. You can email me there too, but you know, email me. Do not email that. Here lies Dictus. And uh, be sure to subscribe to Here Lies Mel on iTunes, Stitcher, and now, dun dun dun, YouTube. You can watch our videos, subscribe, comment down below, and um, hit the bell to see when we new, like they all say, hit the bell to make new. I'm just learning this whole thing. Boomer. Okay, Boomer. Um, we're also on Google Play and Stitcher and Spotify. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, even if you hit us. This podcast, I told you, have the power to destroy it. This is my passion to bring you to listen series. Um, support this. But we're not doing Patreon anymore because I, I have that set up for my gaming stuff now, so we don't need to do it here anymore. Okay? Don't give us here. Don't give the Hero Lives Metal podcast to anybody. Give me it through my gaming thing and I will channel it. I will illegally funnel it through the banks and the Swiss bank account and it will come to your live metal eventually. You know, you can put videos on Patreon. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. Yeah. But, you know, why would it? You put music on there. Well, you could do different tiers for people that pay you, but people have to pay you first. Which I don't see happening. 
for some reason, you know, you'd like to pay, you like to pay people that play Hearthstone or something. Oh, you don't, but some people do. You're, you're more practical, you're wiser. There are some people who obviously don't need money in their pockets. And will give someone $420 for no reason. Because right. they think it's funny. I'm okay. never letting that down. I saw, I'm watching, I saw that. I was like, I was like, the world ended. I was like, what? Well, I was like, I give up. I was like, let the asteroid hit the Earth right now. This I, is, we're I living in up. the end of history. It is. There are people giving away $420 because they think it's funny. No one gives me $420 for You think it's funny? Send it. No, not here, but send it. Send it to my, um, you can't send it anywhere. <laughs> Through this. Patreon, um, forward slash Maledictus Games. Send it there. Do it. No, but that's, that's funding. No, you know what you do? You go on Twitch and you just hit donate. Don't use Patreon. That goes right to my PayPal. Don't use Patreon. Because Patreon has a tier system and I don't have any tiers for you. Like, I don't have any rewards to give you right now. Like, you know, I guess if this thing takes off, I'll make merch and stuff and you can just buy that separately. Um, but yeah, there's no... Patreon isn't really a good, I realize, isn't really a good platform because it requires tiers. Just send me money on Maledictus Games on Twitch. Okay, just... All right. I'll be playing. Just hit donate. Begging just... is over. <laughs> You, you, listen, it, like, I used to be so too proud, I was like, you can't do that, you can't ask me for money. But everyone, every fucking grifter out there is just doing it, and people are giving you money. So just People give, make a career out of it. Yeah, so look at me. Am I greedy? No. I, yeah, I work every day. Okay. I could, guitarist I could be part of this American dream, too. I could be part of this internet dream. Okay, enough. I'm, I'm making a fool of myself. And look at this video, it's going for two hours. No one wants to watch this thing. Goodbye, everyone. We'll see you next episode. It's going to be a playlist episode, so it's not going to be a video. We cannot make a video for that, like I said. All right, goodbye, people. Have a good day.